Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Yo, Bird. What's up, man? Rick Camacho, dog. You know how we do it, man. I know you be traveling, doing your thing. Hit me up, bro. I need a, uh, an intro for you for my show. So kiss the radio. If you can't take the heat, nah, that's too cliche. My man DJ Slicks always do it his way. From the bay to the valley, he always put it down with the street level thumps and the underground sound. Now you can find him on the dot com. So Kitchen Radio. Take it to your favorites, man, that's the best way to go. From the up and coming to the vet on the grind, he makes the kind of music that stimulates your mind. It's a sign of the times when the clock strikes 11 and Slicks starts to repping with Omezi in a session. One time I missed a Monday but didn't really trip. I just subscribed on iTunes and downloaded quick. With a click or a tap, he's bound to get you right on your desktop connect with a handheld device. So your cousin and your friends about the hottest show with Slick Rick and my show. Soul Kitchen Radio. You haven't heard Soul Kitchen Radio. Man, let me tell you. Soul Kitchen Radio. Slick Rick Camacho. Soul Kitchen Radio. Big old Maisie. Soul Kitchen Radio. Crazy ball heads down with Soul Kitchen Radio. Tell your grandma Soul Kitchen Radio. You are now tuned to Soul Kitchen Radio. New Music Monday. Soul Kitchen Radio. Soul Kitchen Radio, what's happening? It's Eric Camacho, live, back in the house. Happy Monday, everybody. Happy great weekend for, for you know, I got to say for, for Bay Area fans in general because what the hell is going on with these 49ers? Oh, Meezy, can you hear me? Can you guys hear me? Hello? Oh, uh, yeah, I got you. I got you. Family, the uh, music was, was, was dumb dumb loud, but I got you, though, folks. It was good. Oh, okay, okay, good, good. So we're, we're good now, right? Yeah, All right. Okay. So so what's, what's up with these 49ers, man? Before we get into the most important part of this weekend, let's talk about uh, the 49ers. Yeah, man. let's talk about them. <laughs> Let's talk about it. Let's talk about that blowout. Oh my God! Ain't nobody expected that. I mean, yesterday's show, we was all talking about uh, no way the, the Tampa Bay Bucks, Garrett Blount's gonna run all over these teams. <laughs> yeah, we had so much going on, and then, and then out of nowhere, it's a wrap. The Forty Nineers came in. Look like a, look like a, uh, I don't know. Look like a playoff contender to me. They're looking good. We lost two of our receivers, though, right? Well, yesterday? I know, I know, for, I know for a fact we lost at least one receiver with a broken ankle. One of one of our uh, one of our good dudes. Huh. Well, I'll tell you what. I didn't even stick around to watch that game. I didn't care. I listened to a little bit of it. I mean, you know. I mean, in a perfect in a perfect world in a perfect world, you would have took out you would have took out you know your your, your stars or you know. You know when you're running up the score, but man, the way these last games we going the last couple of weeks, if you take the if you take the, you take your foot off the gas, they liable to come back. So 
NFL is what it is. You know what I'm saying? So I just think we, you know, we look like the Pats out there, man, the way, you know, we was doing it. It was good. <laughs> Vernon Davis, Vernon Davis, Frank Gore, like, you know, you know Alex Smith looking like, you know, Brett Favre or some damn body. It was, it was dope, man, I, I must admit. I hope, uh, you know, whoever got hurt, I hope they, you know, get, get healed and whatnot because we got shit to do. Right, right. You know, I, I, I really hate it because I got money on the 49ers losing now. And so... I really don't that's want. Would, that's, what, that's what that's what haters would do. I, I can I can I can appreciate that. <laughs> and, and since I, and since I'm not a hater, I'm gonna say rest in peace, Al Davis, and I'm gonna say good job to the uh, Oakland Raiders for for doing what they had to do. Oh boy. Yeah, definitely, man. I mean, it was it was very emotional. I mean, for even for me, I'm just I never knew Al Davis personally, but I'm a such a diehard Raider fan that that I swear I caught myself. I was, I was in somebody's house when I found out that L. Davis died, and I had to catch myself, bro. It was like, it was like, wow, for real. I knew it was happening. I knew it was coming. I mean, I'm not, I'm not surprised he didn't get hit by a truck. The fool was sick for a long ass time. So but you know what's funny? You know what's funny is how it's like, you know, cats, even even diehard fans, would be like, man, fuck L. Davis, fuck L. Davis, man, we'd be good as soon as we get rid of L. Davis. Oh, L. Davis, L. Davis, L. Davis. Then when he died. Man, that dude, man, he, if it wasn't for him, the league, we wouldn't even have a league, man, because, you know what I'm saying, you know, he was the first one to hire the first black coach, and he was the first one to hire the first Hispanic coach, and he was this, and he was that, and everybody's slurping after you dead, man. That's why people be two-faced, man, you know what I'm saying? If you're going to pay homage, pay, pay homage to motherfuckers when they're alive, you smell me? You know, and I could say, I'm proud to say that I'm not one of them dudes. I came at the beginning of the season, even last year, um, I always put on my Facebook page, I'm 100% behind Al Davis. And, you know, people didn't like that, but but that's how I am, man. I believe Al Davis was the Raiders. I'm a diehard Raider fan. Al Davis was the the team that I that I love, you know. And so, to me, I never I didn't turn my back on him when he went to L.A. I didn't turn my back on him when, when he picked up Jamarcus Russell. Um, I mean, of course, every owner has their doubts and stuff, but... But I never turned my back on Al Davis. I, 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 uh, I was honored by everything he did in the NFL. In fact, so much. Except for except for Jamarcus Russell, but you can't fault nobody for picking up the dude because dude was supposed to be the shit. I mean, he was a shit in college. I mean, what are you gonna do? And then <laughs> that's what I'm up? saying. You can't you can't you can't fault him because it made sense. It made sense on paper. But the new the, the new dichotomy is. With the with with him passing, they were saying that they're they're trying to get two football teams in L.A. and with his son and I think his wife only being the only owners or some shit like that, that maybe it, you know he'll decide to move the team. So y'all, we gotta keep a, keep a lookout on that because that could happen. You know, what I'm saying money talk. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping it's the uh, I'm hoping it's the Miami Dolphins that move to L.A. I doubt that's gonna happen. I mean, Brian always talks about the no, Miami Dolphins. That'll, that'll, that'll never happen. With no, Dolph, no, man, please. It, it'll be something else, it, and, and hopefully it won't be Oakland. Hopefully now his son could come up and he could say, "Okay, let's 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 get this new stadium built. We're gonna share this new stadium with with the Forty ers in Santa Clara, and it will do it like the Jets and the Giants do. That'll be awesome. I, I'm all for that." Man. Oh no! You think they want Oakland Raider fans coming to Frisco? <laughs> they ain't gonna happen. Not Frisco. They gonna they be in Santa Clara. They can't even play. Oh, still, man. Oh, nah. Mm-mm. 
think it's gonna happen. I, don't know. I think they I think they just do like do like um uh, you know, uh, do like uh Dallas Cowboys, you know, fans, you know, uh, you know, build a new stadium man, or build up on the one that's already where it's at. I mean that's a trademark of Oakland, man. You can't move that. You smell me. Definitely can't move is. I mean same thing with Candlestick Park. Same thing with Candlestick Park. I mean Exactly. But you know, I mean, some build sometimes up, build up on it. You know what I'm saying? Bring some money to the hood. You know what I'm saying? Don't devast- You couldn't devastate the city if you move. You're gonna devastate the city. So you might right. as well stay where you are. You know what I mean? You got the black hole. You got fans that die hard all across the country. You know what I'm saying? And, and you know, L.A. Raiders is not the is not the one. That's not the name. That's not the logo. That's not the brand. They're gonna stay right where they are. Just invest money into the city. You know, it's like you're supposed to. That's right. That's right. So so all Oakland Raider fans. I'm telling you, I told you yesterday on the on the fantasy football show, and I'm telling you again, buy your tickets to the Cleveland Browns game this weekend. It's gonna be bananas up in there. The first home game after the passing of Al Davis, it's gonna be crazy. First thing I did was buy some tickets to the game. I have to be at this game this weekend, so so I'll, I'll definitely I'm gonna be in the house. Um, and you know all the legends, all the legends is gonna be there for sure. All the legends will be there. Ice Cube will probably be there. Snoop Dogg, everybody who loves the Raiders. <laughs> That's real. That's, That's real. real. Everybody's gonna be. It's gonna be like a Laker, like a Laker championship game. Everybody who's ever loved the Raiders is gonna be in the house that day. I mean, they ain't gonna be on the third, on the third tier like with me. I ain't gonna see none of them. But, but yeah, they all gonna be there. You might see them walking around or something. Real talk. Are, are you guys going to the oh, game? Oh, is, I want to say before we start, I want to say rest in peace, Steve Jobs. Also, you know, Sammy he passed away. A couple of days ago, you know that's it. That's the uh, you know what's up with that. Definitely Apple. Steve Jobs. Yeah. You know, definitely Steve Jobs. But but to me, Al Davis took all the he took all the limelight away from Steve Jobs. But I mean, to to a, to a Raider fan, to a Raider fan, but you know, to the rest of the, the common world, you know, Steve Jobs <laughs> is the motherfucker. Steve Jobs is the motherfucker. I mean, I'm gonna give it up to Al Davis, but. You know, I can only go so far and shit. Now that I'm talking on an iPhone and and looking at an iPad right now as we speak, I'd be hypocrite. Hey, I got my iPhone connected right here, and, <laughs> and you, <laughs> you know, hey, I got so too I many gadgets in around here. <laughs> man, man, much love to Steve Jobs because I'm definitely going to keep it going. And I think uh, from what I hear, he's got he's got somebody that that that's taken his place. That's already. He already he's exactly like him. That's what I hear. I mean, we'll see what happens. But and you know, and you know what else? And you know what else is crazy? Not to cut you off, but it's huh? just, just like Al Davis, just like Al Davis, when you know, uh, when he, when Steve Jobs was alive, they was bashing the new iPhone because it was it's an iPhone S, not the five like everybody wanted. Right. And everybody was like all mad and shit. Oh man, this shit. Oh man, why? Woo, woo, woo. Then when he passed, now the now the now the phone is sold out and shit. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. Now now they sold a million pre-sales. No, you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, hey, respect motherfuckers when they're alive, man. Don't wait till they pass away. You dig? You know what I mean? That's all I got no, I think the biggest, I think the biggest, the biggest part of that, what I really, really hated, was when Mac Dre died and everybody jumped on his nuts right after he died. You know, that was, like, terrible because, cause, you know, I was friends with Dre and I knew how he was and 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 to see all these people that never even heard his music just jump on his nuts. That was like the worst. Right. Thing. If you were, if, hated that. If you were real, yeah, if you were a real fan or a real partner of him, and then to go from that to seeing bobbleheads and all, you'd be like, "Damn, that's crazy." Yeah. I hated but that shit because they didn't do none of that shit when he was alive. Of, right. That's another example of you know respecting folks and and you know 
learning to get learning to explore and get into people, you know, into people's thoughts and their music, you know, while they're alive and shit. Don't wait till they pass and then be like, Oh man, that dude was a genius, man. Oh man, you can't tell me nothing about that dude. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Exactly. All right. Well, check it out. I put something together for I put something together for Al Davis and uh, for all the Raider fans. So we're gonna hear this real quick, and then when we come back, we're gonna talk more about whatever. Man, we, I want to talk about this Mitt Romney thing. Man, they finally bought the they finally brought his Mormonism into the into the race. So let's talk about that. Plus we got plus we got new music. We got all kinds of stuff today. Seven one four six nine four forty one fifty. I forgot to open the chat room, so I'm gonna open that as soon as I get uh. As soon as I get this going. So here we go. R.I.P. L. Davis. Here it is. Soul Kitchen Radio. Check it out. We'll be right back with you, uh, uh, Gail. Sweet Gail. I know you're there. Hold on. Yeah, I'm over here. Hall of Fame owner of the Oakland Raiders, Al Davis, has died. The outspoken and often controversial Davis was well known for his willingness to buck the establishment and help turn the NFL into the most successful sports league in American history. And for many years, his team was at the forefront. The Raiders won three Super Bowls during the 70s and 80s, and he dubbed the silver and black the team of the decades. He was also famous for filling his roster with castoffs and troublemakers, who turned into trouble for opponents. He joined the team in 1963 as the youngest head coach slash general manager in league history and later bought the team outright. Davis also served as the commissioner of the AFL and helped merge the league into the NFL. Still, he was at constant battle with league officials and filed numerous lawsuits to both move his team briefly to Los Angeles and then back to Oakland. However, near the end of his life, Davis professed great admiration for what he helped create. Al Davis was 82 years old. Jim Bell, the Associated Press. When you, when you have great coaches, then after you have great coaches, you get great players. You have a great organization, and you tell them one thing. Just win, baby. The enshrinement is a reflection of a life's work, a reflection of a love affair with the greatest game the world has ever known. This honor is a testament to a great organization and to all the capable people who have poured their talent, enthusiasm, loyalty into the greatness of the Raiders and the Raiders' legend and mystique. I wanted to build the finest organization in professional sports. I uh, wanted to have the greatest players. I wanted to have the greatest coaches. I wanted to play in the greatest games. I wanted to win more than anyone else. You know, when you look back at the years of glory of the Oakland Raiders, but this was our finest hour. This was the finest hour in the history of the Oakland Raiders. The Tom Flores, the coaches, and the great athletes, you were magnificent out there today. I'm not sure that's going to win Super Bowls, and that's the whole idea of this thing. I still think that power football, the vertical game, the long bomb, the big strike, not the quick strike, as Bill Walsh talks, I'm talking about the big strike. The 90s again, black coaches, your pioneer, Archell, the first black coach of the modern era. Will we see more black coaches in the 90s? Do you think owners are ready? 
Well, that's a tough question. First of all, in my field of dreams as a young man, I was going to build the finest organization in professional sports. And over the last three decades, the Raiders have done better than anyone else in professional sports. Tradition, history, winning, great players. Art Shell played in all three decades for the Raiders, the 60s, 70s, and 80s. He played when we played in all the years of Super Bowls and been a great player for 15 years, an assistant coach for eight years, and a great Raider. I didn't pick Art Shell because he was black or white. I don't believe in grouping people. I picked Art Shell because he's a Raider. He was a great contributor to our organization, and he's the guy we want to take us into the 90s because we still think the 90s is open for anybody to dominate, and we certainly aren't going to concede it to anyone. All right, he's a pirate. Blustering in from sea, with a rollicking song he speaks along, swaggering voicelessly. The autumn wind is a raider, pillaging just for fun. He'll knock you round and upside down and laugh when he's conquered and won. Wait a nation, let's go, let's go. Wait a nation, let's go, let's go. Wait a nation, are you ready for some football? Wait a nation, let's go, let's go. Wait a nation, How we did it yesterday. <laughs> and he's gonna be he'll definitely be in the house. Hey, Drew, uh, hey, Drew would have still dropped fate if he would have ran in though, because he had an open lane to run into the hole. Oh God, real quick. I do that. Wow. I, mean, he, I don't it, know if he, if he just didn't feel like he wanted to get hit, but it was an open lane. He could have ran that John in. I know he did. I know he could have, but uh, maybe he just let off because Al Davis. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right. So on the phone today, we got we got uh, Logic calling in, um, a rapper from from Sacramento. I think he's on the phone right now. Let me see. Logic, is that you? Yeah, that's me, man. What's going down, Rick Camacho, Big Ol' Measy? What's what going do, down? Kim? What's up, Logic? Chilling, chilling, man. Making it happen. What's going down? Cool, cool. So we got the new music. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna play it in a second. Uh, we're just gonna let you get into this to this conversation with us real quick. Cause Brian's on the phone. Brian, how'd you do yesterday? Uh, well, not ESPN league didn't win, and uh, every other league I'm pretty much gonna win. So the ESPN league, I went five and one or four and two. About staying four and two as long as but the best has an amazing game. I go six and zero in all my leagues. Wow. You? Wow! And I play, I, 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 play do... I play you in the Yahoo League coming up. Good, I'm gonna beat your ass again like I did in the ESPN League. No, actually, That's... no, you're not. I'll get revenge. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get, I'll get, I'll get revenge. I'll get revenge. I'm due to win. So for everybody who's not on top of it, it's fantasy football Sundays from 9 a.m. to kickoff. We do it, we do it uh, every Sunday. So get in if you're playing fantasy football. We we go through your rosters and we tell you who's sitting, who who's starting, all that stuff. Um, Brian's our our sports guy. Um, and then I, then I do a show on Wednesday, most likely. We'll see. Today. I'm off this week. Schedule. I do a night show. Brown. Say hi to Gail. Gail, Brian is here. He wanted to. He was talking yeah, about. Yeah, I'm over here. Week. I got a couple of things I want to run over with you guys. Okay, go ahead, Gail. All right, I have now officially been censored because I was over at Dirty Tricks, and I'd be telling these people not to get into my personal business, you know. And they insist they have some kind of a right to be talking trash to me, what I feel is trash, and interfering between wow. me and this other person. And so then I got up on stage and suggested that this person who I feel is messing in my business, I asked him not to, that perhaps he should get married because he known this woman like seven or nine years and it's time to get married. Wow. <laughs> and after that, this guy was telling me, he was criticizing, instead of saying, I'm mad at you because you interfere with my personal life the way I was interfering with your personal life, he goes around the other way and says that I'm not telling Joseph, I'm not doing the proper job on the stage. And, you know, and I told him, and I use the F word a lot because that doesn't bother me, I told him that now you know how I feel, and I threw the F word in there. I suppose. I mean, some people, they just can't see, you know. you got to hurt them the way you've been hurt, and then maybe they'll realize it, that they shouldn't have been doing this. And even at that, he didn't admit to it. He went around the other way and censored my work and said I wasn't doing the proper job, more or less telling the proper jokes or whatever. So I feel it's a compliment I've been censored because all the big comedians like Lenny Bruce, uh, what is it? Richard Pryor, uh, George Carlin. They all been censored. I'm not putting myself in that league, but for me it's a compliment that this young guy more or less censored me, and I'm an old lady, and this is a young, hip guy, and I, the old lady beat him in my mind that I'm so bad that I need to be censored. This guy should be more you know, whatever, that an old lady was too nasty for him. <laughs> compliment, compliment. So anyway, they have this group called the Rejects of Comedy, and they're going to let me come do a show with them on uh, 
October 23rd at 446 Valencia Street at 8 o'clock, and they call themselves the Rejects of Comedy. And I guess they do things like I do, really wild, because still people are not getting it. You know, they actually think what I do up on stage, this crazy act, is really me. I admit I have a hot temperament, but I do my job too well. Because my, my idea, because I sized up the situation long ago, that there's a shitload of comedians out there, and you can't tell one from another, you know. And my whole premise when I get up there is to be the most shittiest, the most outrageous you can be so I can be memorable. All but right. as Thank I say, you. I Thank do my you, job Thank well. You. you have something to say, call Thank right you. now, 714-694-4150. Soul Kitchen Soul Radio. You're tuned into the baddest radio show on the internet. Soul Kitchen Radio. Soul Kitchen Radio. Soul Kitchen Radio. Soul Kitchen Radio. All right. Gail, sweet Gail. All right. Thank you for that, Gail. Yeah. All right. That's Gail, sweet Gail. So so let's talk to Logic real quick, Omizi. We got we got Logic okay. on the phone. Um, Logic, from what I understand, you are, are part of the original Black Black Market Records. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. I was a part of that, yep. From way back Start in the out. days, let's let's talk about it, man. Let's talk about uh talk about the history of Logic, cause I didn't I didn't read your bio, so tell us your bio. Oh uh, yeah, man. Basically, it started out like this. When I was about fifteen, sixteen, I started out with uh with Black Market Records, Cedric Singleton. You know, what I mean, I was doing some house parties and do, started uh working with my uncle and putting on a few shows around town and bringing some you know you know some guys from out uh, out the Bay Area out this way to Sacramento. And, uh, you know, start to make a uh, lightweight name for myself. And then uh, Cedric Singleton heard about it, and he wanted me to uh, help out with him and what he was doing at the time. You know, it was right after, you know, right after uh, Rebel Lynch Hung's, uh first album, and he was moving on to some new projects, and he really wanted me to help out with that. And so I came in and did that. And I was there for a few years, you know. Then after that, I bounced down to uh, Southern Cali for a while, you know what I'm saying, and uh, did a few things out there, you know, basically uh and turning around, doing music, doing production, doing parties, you know, the, the whole get down, you know what I'm saying, doing a couple shows. And, you know, I decided to come back out here and really get it bubbling with, with you know, with my camp folks, get out here with my, with my cats and uh, really put something together. And that's what we've been doing since then, smashing since then. Man, that's good. That's good. So what you got coming, um, are, are you touring right now? What are you, what are you doing right now? Man, I'm back in the studio right now, man. I'm um, working on... Working on a new project right now as we speak, trying to uh, get this all wrapped up, get it together, um, get something fresh and new for, you know, for January. Then I got a, a mixtape I'm working on at the same time. You know what I'm saying? I got a few shows lined up um, up towards Seattle, um, oh, trying to cool. get the dates and everything all situated for that. You know what I mean? And who, who's booking the shows for you? Are you doing that stuff yourself, or you got a management company that's handling that? Yeah, I got a manager. His name is uh, Theo Hall, Mr. Network out there in Seattle. Oh, okay. That's good. He's yeah. managing you from Seattle? From Seattle, yeah. Okay, from cool. That's... One fan records and, you know, the whole get down. He's, uh, he's really putting it together, helping me out along the way. So it's a good look. Man, so so uh, so coming into the game, you know how you know how the game is. Would you, are, you, uh, are you ready to sign a contract? Are you looking to sign a contract with somebody? Or is this like your full-time gig or you do you do something on the side? You got a job on the side or, or what? You know, it's an ugly game. It's an ugly business right now, but this is a full-time thing. This is what I do all day, every day. I'm, I'm pounding the pavement trying to make it work. So, 
at the same time, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm networking with uh, some guys that like Cedric, Cedric Singleton trying to come back into the game. He's, he's talking about working with me as well. I mean, as far as contracts go, I mean, sh- everything is negotiable. Let's put it on the table, you know what I mean? But That's at the same right. time, I'm really uh, just working, man. I'm, I'm trying to, I'm staying active out here, you know what I mean? Man, you got to. You got to do what you got to do, man. That's It's important. Um, Omizi, uh, uh, Omizi is on the phone right there, and, and Omizi always got some great ass, great questions for everybody. Omizi, talk to Logic for a second, and, and let's 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 see what more he got for us. I, I would basically, I would basically just say because you know you, um, as far as Sacramento is concerned, Black Market Records is you know they they fixtures in Sac. You know what I'm saying? I know Seth Singh from way back. You know what I mean? He had it, he had it popping. I was actually in L.A. a couple of times. Cause you know he he had a real label deal with Priority, you know what I'm saying, and was making he, you know he's one person I could say made several million dollars, you know what I'm saying from his, from his stuff, you know whether it be Lynch or any you know there's other other groups, you know what I'm saying. Uh, I've been to his office. He had he had an office off of Power in back in the days, you know he had the warehouse full of full of uh you know full of uh, CDs and records and you know and, and promo stuff, you know what I mean. So I would say you know stay. If if Seth Singh is still is still doing his thing and I ain't seen him in a minute, that 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 dude is he's definitely a cat you know to learn from and 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 he's and he's definitely somebody that Sacramento needs as far as knowing the blueprint of how to run a successful record label uh, and you know and, and actually make some money from doing it. You know what I mean? It's, it's one thing for for cats to you know just be in the studio spending their hard money and. And don't and not having no direction and but having somebody like I said, seeing that you can go to and pick his brain, somebody that really did sign a label deal, a lucrative label deal, you know what I mean, and was bringing money back to SAC, which a lot of a lot of artists that blow or a lot of you know athletes or whatever. I hope they do they don't plan on doing at some point in time. But you know, uh, shit, you keep up the damn good work. That's what I tell everybody that come on this month. Like, you know, if, if, if rap is what you choose and this is the life that you choose, then don't let nobody tell you different and, and, and keep and keep and keep pushing. That's always my words. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because yeah, everybody knows. Man, because everybody knows this is this is a probably one of the toughest games if you want to do it full time and and you want to you want you want to tour, you want to be known. This is probably one of the toughest things. I tell a lot of kids, man, they, every, you know, everybody's a rapper now. So I always tell yeah. them, I said, man, you got a better chance going to college, playing on a basketball team than you do being P. Diddy, you know, and making <laughs> it to the NBA than you do being P. Diddy because most likely it, it's not going to happen. If, if that's what you want, um, it is so hard, and, and you kind of got to be in the right place at the right time. So. Yeah, I kind of, I, I, you know, you know, I've been around it for a minute, and I've, I've seen it. You know, I remember when it was real good back when uh, cats were selling, you know, a deep, real good units, and uh, people was making a, a, a decent amount of money. To as compared to now, when people are really struggling, and every artist for itself, you know, and everybody's trying to, you know, climb and scratch it and do whatever they can to get to the top. You know what I mean? But at the same time, I gotta say, I, I respect cats like, you know, uh, cats like Fody and cats like Andre Nicotina and Tech Nine that also. Blaze their own trail, you know what I mean? When I was found their own marketplace, you feel me? When I was found their own fans and fertilized, they, like he said, fertilized his own lawn, got his people involved with it and uh, made a movement in that direction. So I'm not going to wait for somebody to come and put that piece of paper in my face. I'm going to go out and get it on my own. And that's one of the things there I, you know, go. I love. Exactly. You know, I was, I was listening to I was listening to uh, Tech Nine's manager on, on Shade 45. This fool was making 
thirty, forty thousand a show in 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 booking tech nine and plus merchandise in the merchandise game. He said that's that's where it's at. The merchandise that's game is is where you're gonna make your money and then your manager just puts you up and gets you different places, but you got that merch going, you're good. I mean, it's so yeah. crazy, man. I went to a Tech Nine show. He got people face painting everything. and You know what I mean? Right. He's selling T-shirts. He's selling whatever he cares. Tour T-shirts, album T-shirts, whatever, man. It's, I mean, it's, it's a hustle, but at the same time, once they once once they see you committed to it and you're true to what you're doing, I think the people will follow. You feel me? Exactly. Right, yeah. Because the fans, because the fans uh, consumers uh, slash fans, uh, especially in this day and age, they're not stupid no more. You know what I'm saying? It used to be a time you can pull the world over their eyes and you can tell them shit, but, you know, they decide, now they got to decide, do I want to put gas in my car? Do I want to buy your CD? You know what I mean? So so you yeah. got to be, you got to always keep it real for these cats and keep it raw and uncut. Tech Nine is a dude that leave it, he leave it on the stage, you know what I'm saying? And, and uh, you know, if you, they employ a lot of people, so if you buy a shirt, you got, you know, you know it's not just going to somebody that's going to go, and trick it off, and you know, and go buy a whip or something, you know, just to throw it in your face. Because you know, fans hate that. They hate when, when they buy your, when they buy your CD, and then you, and then you go, you go trick it off on something, and then you throw it back in their face and say what they ain't got. You know, they don't like that. Yeah. Shit. So, yeah. Tech, Tech, Tech Nine built his fan base by being a, being a dude that, you know, after a show, he had everybody come kick it. You know, eat all the fans. He don't give a damn how many it was. They go to the hotel room. And, and drinking, you know, and smoking, whatnot, you know, to, to the to the sun come up, and, and and he did that every city, every state, you know, you know, that's one thing about artists of today, man. Don't be afraid to branch out and go to different places, you know. And just because you're from a certain spot, you know, if you if you if you get some good feedback from another city, go out and travel to that city because that's an excellent start for branching out, you know, and, and getting your tentacles in another region because you may. You may blow up in another region before you blow up at home. You know what I'm saying? Hey, that's never limit. That's never, really. limit never limit your space. Never limit your space. Like my uh, like my big cousin was telling me the other day. He said, uh, you know, you drop that hook. You know what I mean? We don't drop a hook in just one part of the uh, part of the river. You know what I mean? We drop a few hooks in a few different areas so we can get as many fish as we can. You feel me? That's really yeah, definitely, man. Because so, oh, Meezy, how's your guys' merch game at your shows? You guys, you guys, uh. Sell a lot of shirts and shit. Yeah, um, we uh, like when we we was on the Tech Nine tour. Just the, not the, not the last. He didn't, he didn't went, Tech Nine went out like two two times since we uh, was on the tour with him. We did we did thirty something shows, so thirty forty shows. So in every city, you know, we had uh, hoodies and uh, head, you know, um, hats and shit and, and scar, all, everything. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. Primarily, like when we do spot dates and shit, we like to get in and get out. So you know, sometimes at clubs, so, you know, we don't always have time to set up shirt, uh, shirts and whatnot. But like, yes, uh, fairgrounds and all that, man, it's mando, you know, because people want it. You know, they want to walk around and represent, you know, you know what the lineage is. They want to represent what we've been doing for, you know, since 1990 something. You feel me? So. Everybody, everybody can't just come and just start, you know, and just and sell some money some shit. I say if you, this is my, this is my thing. If I say if you're gonna sell merch. Sell stuff that you know people gonna need. If it's winter time, you know people gonna need hats. You know what I'm saying? Like sell people, sell mm-hmm. people shit that they already gonna use. That's what I would say. Yeah, that's what, that's what Tech Nine, Nine gets you because everybody need a belt buckle, everybody need a money clip, everybody need a you know a beanie cap. You know what I'm saying? It's a, 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 a winter jacket. You know, just start you know 
Start there. Keychains. Everybody needs keychains. You feel me? Is, is rap a good a good area for people to sell posters still? Are people still using posters? No, it depends, you know, on, you. depends on how valuable you are. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. If you I mean, I know out, Chris Brown. I know Chris Brown will get uh, get a million poster sales because because he's Chris Brown. All them little girls, but do do dudes that follow rap do they do they buy posters and put that shit on their wall? Well, well, I would say this. I was I would say this too. Um, especially with new artists, it's like new artists. It's like one minute they hot, next minute they cold, and not just that, but one minute. They do something you agree with. Next minute you do something you don't. So it's like you'll have a, a, a poster on your wall, and the next thing, next thing you know, the artist will do some dumb shit, and then you have to take it down. Like it's like you know, it's confusing people. Like you know, stick to the cats, Snoop Dogs and the E40s. You know, the cats that you that's tried and true and shit. You know what I'm saying? Reptable, yeah. Yeah, yeah reptable got a name. Yeah. You know, my <laughs> son got Michael Jack. My son got Michael Jackson. You know what I mean? Michael Jackson and Iron Man and Spider Man shit. Let's stick with them right here. <laughs> <laughs> These are cats you know that ain't gonna mess up. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, you know, I can't. I can't even say that, but it's, you know, stick to the. We don't want no Rick Ross on our wall. Hell no. <laughs> you, know, you, said, you said that. So when he jam you up at the award show, yeah, gonna he gonna he gonna jam me up. He jam up everybody. You say Give me, 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 give me,
trip him over there. Now I'm gonna poach ya. Tell him how to act you like a real nigga poster. You're fine as a person. I used to have him a wall. He missed the letters and jeans with that onion and all. I can see you together. Taking trips or whatever. Life gives you pressure. I can make you feel better. When somebody buy you diamonds and talk to them clowns. I'll be around you want somebody taking them down. Come over here, sit, baby. Let's talk for a bit. I'ma pop me a mix. So my game's in you with. I can see you into it. Follow me to the back. Have a seat on my lap. Is you drinking the best? You fly, I'm fly. Your finest is enticing. Sitting here like a Darion advertisement. Let me in your world, girl. I can change the climate. Teach you something new, girl. I'm your assignment. Give me what I want. Kitchen Radio, uh, man. Okay, and then I cool. got the website. 
The website is www.illogic.com. Okay. What about your Twitter? And Twitter is illogic100. That's I L L L O G I K one zero zero. Okay. I'm I'm tweeting him right now as we speak. So so if you wanna if you wanna follow Logic, follow me at Soul Kit Radio and then and then follow Logic and then that's all good. We're gonna get into one more. We're gonna we got this rim shined up. This is, this is another radio hit, huh? Another another. Who's who's doing the who's doing all the promotion the production for you? Oh yeah, this is uh, Rim Shined Up. This is my big brother TC uh, out of San Francisco. Legendary cat man did the RBO posse. Totally insane. Uh, you know, Kugnut, uh, Selsky. He don't he don't work with everybody. He don't work with Fab. He, I mean, he don't work with everybody as far as uh, up, uh, in the Bay. You know, what I mean, and also out on on the other on uh, Naughty by Nature, some other cats from the East Coast. He got a long resume. Been doing it for a minute. He just uh, he said he put this one together and thought about me. So. He shot it to me, and we uh we worked on it, man. And it came out, it came out fast. We did a video for that too. Yeah, oh, the rim shined up. And the rim shined up. It's right here on Soul Kitchen Radio. You want to call us seven one four six nine four forty one fifty. The chat room is open. If you're on Twitter at Soul Kit Radio at Big O Measy, and then uh, I'm about to hit Illogic right now. So it's so it's Soul Kitchen Radio. Rim shined up right here. You heard first. Rim shined up.
Lil Sean, yeah, they hate me. Listen, I don't, I don't need to see you, but I know you looking at me. I don't, I don't need to see you, but I know you looking at me. I don't, I don't need to see you, but I know you looking at me. I don't, I don't need to see you, but I know you looking at me. I'm in a family of car nuts with cars, bikes, trucks. We're from Buckley, PA. Did something new every four months. Don't care about Lambos and Marcielago. We in apartments, not condos. Gassing around all the potholes. We them high pro motors. Transmissions in rear end. Put the NC with TVs and high end. Fabrics buying whips with status. Nothing too lavish, man. I don't dip short and day. I go hard every day. Like whips, like my women. Very beautiful. Candy with my cuticles. You gotta watch us like the Super Bowl. The numero uno. Hate us with that and then a funeral. I gotta say the each is over. Signed up, man. That's just that's just. I didn't. You speak Spanish too? <laughs> just a little bit, man. Just a little bit. <laughs> you know, in California, you gotta know a little bit of Spanish. You know what I mean? <laughs> you gotta swing that one in when you when you out there at uh, at the Tamale Fest or something. Oh, shit. <laughs> Slide it by real quick, huh? <laughs> Slide by the Tamale Fest. Just put that little part on on rewind, man. Hey, what's your hey, hey Camacho? Yeah. Hey, what y'all think about the? Uh, you know that you know, like forty-five days, the, uh, all the medical dispensaries in in California is supposed to be shutting down, right? Or ca- so, uh, like hella people, what? hella people been. I've been following Twitter and everything. Like you know, people been in the uproar. My partner, my partner Swift, he uh, he been he been tweeting Barack Obama all day, like fuck you and some other shit. I was reading, I was reading, I was reading here, so I'm like. It's going, it's going down like, like when I, I got a song called like, um, feeling like the '90s, man. I'm like, the '90s is really coming back, bro. Like, I guess it's about to be sick. It is. I mean, you know, you know, you know what I dreamt of last night. I, it was funny because I just got through watching, watching all that stuff on TV yesterday, and then I went to sleep, and I actually dreamt that somebody was selling me some weed that I was gonna flip and turn over, and I, I was like. This is if 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 you if you were in the weed game and you got knocked off by the dispensaries, now is the time to come back because right. now they're going to let me tell you, let me tell you, let me let me tell you even deeper let me tell you even deeper do you know do you know how many acres of broccoli that these folks is gonna have to get off before these feds come through? Yeah, I mean, shit, I'm talking you about you talking about, 20, have... you talking about five you talking about twenty for five. <laughs> <laughs> about 20 for five, bro. I mean, I mean, you know, I mean, it's, they, you know, it's people, they, they, they took the law and they bent it, you know what I'm saying? And they bent it into their favors, but now they got surplus. They got, you know what I mean? And they're going to have to figure out how to, how to do it. I mean, they going, but, uh, I mean, it's like, if you look at the, uh, the Sacramento, listen, if you read the Sacramento news review, bro, it's like, it's like, it used to be all about sex, like, you know, in the back of the news review, because, you know, you can't help but look at the back of the news review and see all the little different 
sex yeah, shit, but yeah. now okay. it's like a fucking, it's a medicinal place <laughs> on every page, bro. Like, it's out of hand. Man, like, it's like, it's like a liquor do? store. <laughs> huh? What's Marcel Williams going to do? He got to go. Pack it up. Pack your shit up. Pack up your high end motherfucking spot up. It's over. You did. It's sick. I mean, but you know what? But you know what's sick is that every time I turn on the news, bro, somebody's shit done got kicked in. They glad they just showed one just five minutes ago. Somebody done. All you seen was the, the pots of the trees with the, with the stems cut off, like. People bust windows. They busting window. They busting into the dispensaries, bro. They don't give a fuck. They they coming through the roofs and shit at the front door. Yeah, Why well, I'ma go rob a bank? I'm finna come and get that weed. Oh yeah, right that's, there. that's a commodity. That's gonna be a commodity for real. They don't even know what they're doing, man. They they opening up. I mean, I, I it, it kind of makes me think. Do white people think like us? <laughs> I mean, they, I'm gonna tell you. Now I think they I think they getting smart. I think they getting smart because you know what. I went to, you know, we went to Amsterdam and performed this shit, bro. And, you know, I went the first day I went to a dispensary, a little coffee shop instantly. Like, I had to. I was in Amsterdam. So it's like, so it's like, it's people walking around and they're handling their business and they're driving, you know, they're riding bikes and shit. And, you know, they're not even tripping on on the weed. They're not tripping on that shit. They, they get it any time they want. So I just feel like when you make it to the point where it's just so easy to either get it or grow it, it's like you're not even tripping. It used to be fun to you know you riding in a you riding in a whip or something somebody you know roll a blunt and you just taking chances you like fuck it we out here what now it's like they just they, uh, Governor Brown just uh, just passed a law where if you get damn if you get caught uh, with some weed now it's like a, a traffic ticket take the ticket going yeah. about your way so they making it so, yeah. they making it so where it's so normal for you to have it that if you call if you calling yourself trying to make money doing it you playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to Yeah, you better change it up, like Cat Williams said. You know what I mean? <laughs> right, and that's so, what's gonna happen. Cat's is gonna escalate to the other thing. <laughs> exactly. That's why I say. That's why I say it's, like, it's, it's gonna be feeling like the nineties because we they ain't nobody gonna be tripping on weed. They going to that other thing. Right, you know right. There? They going to that. Uh, what they call that shit? Nose candy? Is that what they call that shit? Yeah, man. They already, you know, you know, they already. It's already cool for for cats to be sniffing, you know, to be sniffing shit, you know what I mean? So, you know, that's just going to enhance their coolness, I guess. You feel me? <laughs> if you, you want to work, they want to work them graveyard shifts and shit and work at 2, 3 in the morning every morning to get that guap working on them bridges and shit. Because <laughs> 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 hey, if you want a job, bro, you're going to be having to work graveyard building on them bridges and shit and get, working on the infrastructure. So they're going to be serving that whiffle. Yeah. <laughs> I hear I hear another E forty song in the making right now. Bro, I just seen um I just seen I just seen uh they just if you look on, on World Star, Lil Wayne did a uh he did a little like a twenty eight twenty eight minute PSA where he was just yeah, basically going in. Did you see that shit? He going in on niggas with tats, he going he going in about the syrup. You know, he, you know, he, yeah. he, but he made a lot of sense because that's what I was saying earlier. It's like give it up to the OGs, man. It's like that's what he was he was talking about. He was like when I when I went to the tattoo parlor and got a you know AK across my stomach or whatever whatever it say on the stomach and shit. He was like, you know, I I told him I want to be like Tupac straight up. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. not, I'm, not I'm doing me, nigga. I'm doing me, nigga. I'm out here. This me. It's what I feel like. I'm getting tatted. What? You know, it's like now nah, I'm doing it because Lil Wayne got a sleeve. Because you know, when Lil Wayne start getting hit, everybody start getting hit. Like, right. But they gotta give him his props or pay him his homage for that, though. You know what I mean? Right. That's what he's saying. Right. 
Right, you walking around with your cup and you leaning, and yeah, that shit came from the south. That came from Houston, Texas, mm-hmm. you know, Dallas, and all them. And now you out here with your cup leaning, so give it up. It, and Lil Wayne said it wasn't me. I don't put that on me. How they come up with the shit? I did it because them the OG cats is doing it, and, and my medication that the doctor is uh, trying to prescribe is not working, so I can sleep. So I'm leaning. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hey, 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 he showed you. I mean, I, I respect him. I respect his hustle, bro. You know, so I've seen him as a young man. You know, what I mean, when we when we we was on the, when uh, they did that tropical uh, when they uh, baby. I mean, uh, juvenile shot his video. Me and Forty was out there. We was on the stage when they was shooting that. That back that ass up. And we was on the bus and we seen they hustle. Seen Lil Wayne when he was a young and when we did uh, when we did baller blocking. Before he was on that song for the for the movie and shit, yeah, yeah. And I, yeah. I, we was out there, like we was out there, right? We fucking with them when it cracked, you know what I mean? Been to their office and all that shit. Been to the house, you see me? Forty sat there, shot, you know, shot dice with with Tyson and Baby. Like we seen that shit with our very own eyes. And to see Lil Wayne now, it's like you can't, you can't. When, it, when somebody do some starts doing some shit when they're like thirteen and they and they become who they are, it is what it is, brother. They was meant to do it, but keep Man, but you gotta... up to the young dude. You know what? You got yeah. you got a great job. I gotta I gotta hope their cable goes out if I could go to their house. Then they call me. <laughs> it was, it was, it was, I, I promise you, bro. One thing, one thing, one, one thing about hip hop is like if you was there to bear witness to the shit that you seen, then like what, walking into a house and seeing a big ass hot tub, big ass house, or see or going in the backyard and, and literally seeing like twenty cars with hot boys on the side, like. And swerving on the freeway with like five or six Corvettes, like I seen all that shit with my very own eyes. And dudes was ill, like no question. Right. I think I think my best my best memory is uh, is seeing somebody was walking into Brian Morgan's house, and and seeing all his plaques and stuff, and you know his little BMW, and, and you know he changed his his garage into a studio, and I was just like amazed when I got in there. I was like, wow, this is this is what it's like. You know, and then I right. walked in. Yeah, if you if you, you was know, winning it, if you was winning back there, if you was winning in the nineties, bro, like you was you know, you was doing the most. Like them was really them was hard them was right. good times but there was hard times too. Yeah, how many carrots even, put in his teeth? You know what I'm saying? Baby put carrots in his teeth. He was eating. <laughs> you know what I, mean? I ain't never believed yeah, that yeah. I ain't never I ain't never believed in that shit, man, 'cause I heard that shit make your 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 teeth go bad and your and your your breath always stink, you got halitosis and all that shit. So you get a whole new mouth anyway nowadays, bro. You know how many people got fake <laughs> mouths and they got fake teeth in their mouth, bro. All that shit is changeable, man. You can get a Listerine strip. You know, all that shit can be changed. <laughs> 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 you you if you want to walk around with, with a million dollars in his mouth, man, give him that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he did it, though. Now he is fool for that. Yeah, that, that was, for real, man, that, that that's awesome. I mean, I've been to different houses, like Rick Rock's house. You walk in there, and he got all his plaques and shit. And you know that shit is that shit is inspiring to somebody like like that that's just in the industry and has been working hella hard to to try to get these plaques and all that stuff. And you don't have none, and then you walk into somebody's house that's been there and done that, and that just drives you even more. You know, so but you know what? But you know what? And especially with the recession. And uh, and and all that all them plaques is wonderful now, but you know what? All if, like I was saying before, if you notice, even on TV, and if you follow TMZ, because they like to put your business in the street anyway. It, uh, even Hulk Hogan, like Hulk Hogan, got a house. He paid twelve thousand, I mean twelve million for, 
and now his house is worth six million. You know what I'm saying? Like so it's like and they go down the line, they go they going down the line of a whole bunch of people and as you see even uh Nick Cage and all these people that's that had three, four, five, six houses and all this different shit like the 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 people who we thought was rich that was sitting on like twenty million, they ain't rich. And McMahon. You know, they're not, they're, not, they're not rich no more. You can, you can imagine if you was if you had twenty million, let's just say right now you got five million. You know what I'm saying? So I watch T V and I see all these different actors. I see actors that was B and C list actors doing regular commercials, like regular T V commercials, like, you know, for Office Max and shit. Like you'd be like, wasn't dude in that movie and now he do like like a lot of these you know, real talk. Like you you had them houses and you was living in LA and you was big time in it and you was you know what I mean and you was you know, you was the, you was it and you, now your house ain't worth shit and now you you know what I mean? So now you gotta start all over. All these people gotta hit reset and start all over and if you don't got to hustle, because they one thing about them is they was hustling to get in that position. So getting back on their grind is nothing. That's why you see them doing what they're doing. But right. if you don't know how to do that, bruh, if you don't have that hustle, you're, that's them the cats that's gonna be that's down there protesting. You feel me? Because I don't protest, mm-hmm. bruh. I'm about I'm about that action. You know what I'm saying? Fuck all, right, all right. that. I mean, it's like, gonna, like, are they expecting somebody to give them something in this world? Bro, it's raining. Let me tell you it. something. Let me tell you something. All due respect to them, to them and what they're doing, but I'm just not going in the rain because that shit ain't going to do no good, bro. I don't give a fuck. Like, they can stand no, in the rain all they want to and protest yeah, and do all that. It's not going to work. Do you know they had to throw boulders at Martin Luther King and all them in order for them to get something to happen? And you think they're out there sitting out there and they've been, and they, and they throwing you in jail. So that you can bail, you can spend your money to get your dumb ass out of jail. You know what I mean? They and they they reaping the benefits. They, you know, what I'm I'll saying. Tell you, I'll tell you who's reaping the benefits from that. The cops that are working overtime to, to sit out there with them motherfuckers. The cops are getting overtime pay. They getting oh man, come on, that's what I'm saying. So, so right, so the, so you actually doing a you actually doing the reverse because now you have you you forcing the city to have to pay these people overtime to watch your dumb ass protest about some shit yeah. that you don't necessarily know what you protesting because half of them don't know why they're out there. They're just out there because they might get their face <laughs> on some footage or something and shit or get caught on the Today Show or be on TMZ or some shit or something really fly. They want to be in the moment like like they in Egypt or some shit. Really, they in count. They, you know what I mean? Like, come on, bro. You ain't got no job and that's the best. You need to go. Why they all out there sitting out there in the rain? You go get the job that they need to be getting. Hmm. Oh, you get yeah. out there and I seen this young motherfucker job. the other day, blood. Oh, God, I was so mad. I walked into this the spot I always go to. If you're ever in Bay Point, if you're ever in Pittsburgh, go to Mom's Donuts. That's my spot. I call them Charlie's. I've been going to that dude for like the last 18 years. Every day, I go get a cup of coffee. I get my kids. You see me check in on Facebook, all that shit, right? He always got some bum out in the front, like getting money. Trying to ask people for money. I buy them up like a, a cup of coffee and call it a day. But the other day, seven in the morning, I I drove up. This dude was like, "Hey, uh, can you help the poor?" And I looked at him, and he looked at me. He goes, "Oh, coach, what's up?" Damn. You in your twenties, blood. Get your ass a fucking job. What the hell are you doing? <laughs> I give you shit, blood. Get the fuck away from me. Uh-huh. <laughs> Maybe he's, he's, he's taking it easy. No, 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 listen. Now, don't get me wrong, dude. It like, 
put it like this. Like, you know, yeah, yeah, we had all these medicinal places out there and all the medicinal places, you know, you know, it's better it's better to have your card and, and be able to go get you, you know, get your shit what you need, you know what I mean? Because, you know, you'd be stressed out if you don't have it, and you might end up fucking somebody up anyway because you don't got it. So it's good that you that you have access to it. But if you decide that you want to get a job and these companies is not allowing you to get a job because you can't pass a piss test, then you're doing, you, you can't just sit around and be like, man, man, just try to find a job and shit, my nigga, you feel me? And, but you go, they okay, ain't no, with you. They not fucking with you. You can't pass a piss test. You can't go to. I can't go to cable and work and do what you do. I can't install shit. I can't climb up a ladder high. I can't be high and do what you do. Bro. I can't handle machinery. You know what I'm saying? Go ahead and do no electrical stuff and be high, bro. Some people may think they can't. That's they prerogative. You know what they do? Bro. They go, they go. Can I be on? Can I come on your show, man? I'm a rapper. <laughs> you stupid. <laughs> you dumb. <laughs> you stupid. <laughs> but, but, hey, but you know what? But, but at least, listen, but at least rap. Hey, but at least rapping is a job. Like, you know what I'm saying? At least rapping to some degree is a job. Like, you know what I'm saying? Even if. Even if you if your second hustle is selling weed and you and you still and you're doing music, you're still networking while you're doing that. You know, every customer is a network and somebody that might come to your show because y'all got that in common. I mean, I'm you know looking at looking at the reality of it. You know what I'm saying? Because that's how a lot of people subsidize they 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 uh, they dream anyway, which is cool. That's it's been doing that for years. But just don't. Not dumb motherfuckers who don't want to work and they just want to rap. I say, but me, I say, I say, I say. Well, I say six months, eight months. Like my one of my dudes, he just got he became a paralegal. Like he, you know, and and he and I remember him, him first telling me he was gonna be a paralegal, and I said, "Damn, that sounds like that's gonna take a hell of a long." Like you feel me? And then he called me and was like, "You, you know, I'm about to graduate the paralegal." I'm like, "What?" You know, I'm like, "Damn, that seems like it's just a day ago you told me you was about to start." He's like, "Yeah, man, I, you know, I'm, I did my thing. I got straight A's, and ooh, I'm about to be proud." And I'm like, "Okay, boom, he got that. Like, that's good. He, you know, regardless, at least have something that you can that you can that you can um you can do in the meantime. Because let me tell you, let me tell you why. Because I like to kick the kick the ballistics. Like, if you if you follow the news, which a lot of people don't, then you know that Jive Records, Arista, and and a oh, couple yeah. other labels Jay recently. Records, recently yeah. Recently, just 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 closed shop. Now, Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Pants, E Forty Two Short, the Click, like all these people that was on Jive Records, Outcast. like this, this the history. Man, come on, bro. You know what I'm saying? So you got look, Britney Spears, and like all these people that was on Jive Records, and all these people that I know that had jobs that was working, you know, in all the different departments. Like it's over. So. So if you was think if if you in the if you are a rapper and you're trying to come up and you're thinking it now it's really feast of famine like it's really dog eat dog in this motherfucker you feel me so if you think it was then at least it was more outlets now it's really no outlets you gotta think so oh, wow. and you gotta think that now the people that was probably working at Jive hopefully the people that didn't blossom that they can use that knowledge and they can open up their own labels but the money is not gonna be there for them to finance all of this. You know, unless some of these banks, you know, come up off of that skrill and, you know, and give some of these people the startup capital to make it happen because they know how to do it. And they know it's a lot of artists out here that's, that, that, that's ready, that's ready to keep it cracking. So it's, this, is, this is the thing. Um, if you don't, like, you're not like a mini-set singer, if you're not like an E-40 with that mentality of, uh, of getting it in the streets and creating those, 
creating those moments, you know what I mean, and reaching out to all these different people, I don't know how you're going to do it. So you might as well go, you might as well figure, at least have a backup plan. That's You know, I, you know, Camacho, I always preach having a backup, you know, a backup plan. Yeah. You know, it's because it's better, it's better to have a, let's say, let's say if I was Camacho and I'm, and you do cable, right? Right. Now let's say let's just let's say you let's say you was you was a rapper also MC Camacho. Right. Now it's better that Camacho has a job where he's getting a check, and if he feels like he wanted to book twelve hours of studio time, he could just cash out, pow pow, work more hours <laughs> if he got to. You know what I'm saying, pow pow. You know what I'm saying. And he's not stressed out because he's working on his own time. He's, you know, I mean, he's not stressing out. Yeah, I mean, it is the same way because you know I, I I do act on the side and, and I have I'm not gonna put the shit on the side, but I ain't gonna quit my job for that shit. You know what I mean? Because you know, I tell you what, I just had to turn down the channel thing last week because it they wanted me to go audition on the day I had to work, so my my job was first. You see, that's that's what I was gonna say. I kind of ran into a lot of that too, because I mean, I mean, don't get it twisted, man. I was out there in, um, in, in Long Beach, man. I went to school, graduated, did the whole thing. You feel me? So it's not it's not nothing new, you know what I mean? But at the same time, I say, you know what I mean? I mean, like I said, you gotta follow your dreams, though. You gotta go for what you oh, what you want. You gotta be, you gotta do it oh, seriously. Definitely, you know what I mean? always. Right. Oh, if you're not serious oh, about it, ain't nobody gonna take you serious. So that's why you really you well, gotta be committed to it. But you don't want to grow and be committed. I'll take it like this. Right. You're right. I'll take it like this. Like every actor that I've ever seen that said that they had to, that they slept in their car, they was they was waitressing and they was bartendering. You know what I'm saying? And they was yeah. doing what they had to do in the meantime before they blew. You know what I mean? My barber, he saw that cut. You know, I was I go go to Oak Park all the time. He cut my shit, but he had a comedy show somewhere else. You know, what I mean? he moved out of sack, went to L.A., end up getting yeah. in the movie that uh that movie um, you know, with uh with Outkast, which is the movie that shit. Out of while, yeah, yeah, yeah. Out of while, yeah, he had, he, had a, he had a big part in that. You know what I mean? He did Death Comedy Jam all the time. Now I'm saying, follow your dreams. But he sure got his ass up every Saturday, went and cut hair. You feel me though? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, yeah. shout out to my homies at uh at Better Images in Sacramento, man. I ain't seen them cats in a long time. That was my barber. Ray was my barber for a hella long. Shout out to Ray. Oh, man. Shout out Barber. Shout out to Ray D at a family time. <laughs> <laughs> shout out my brother Rob though. <laughs> shout out to my VIP here in Concord, man. He cut my hair all the time. That's my man. Lupin is gonna be on the show in a couple of weeks because we got uh he, he he plays guitar for Latoya London's new group that that was uh, put together by uh, by um, uh, Will I Am from from uh, the the Black Black Eyed Peas. Black Eyed Peas. So yeah, they're yeah, they're gonna come on the show in a couple of weeks. I'm I'm working on that now. But shout out okay. to Ruben, man. He does my fades. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how it is, man. Oh, me, I'm gonna be up there. Yeah, shout, out, shout out to the occupy. Shout out to the occupy occupiers out there in the rain, though. Giving it, giving it what they know. I mean, you gotta start somewhere. Right, exactly, man. So, and once again, Logic is on the phone. Uh, Sacramento rapper, Logic. Uh, you want to call him? You want to talk to him? Seven one four six nine four forty one fifty. This is Soul Kitchen Radio. We're gonna get into this by your side. We got one more song from him. Um, is it your stuff is available on iTunes right now, Logic? It's available on iTunes, it's available on CD Baby, it's available on Amazon, it's available on my website. I mean, wherever you go, Spotify, you know what I mean, wherever you want to go, it's there. You feel me? Just take a look, look me up, Illogic with the K, you know what I mean, and it pop up. Right, oh, right. So 
what, what's your what's your plan on on how you gonna promote it? Cause cause are you are you looking towards radio? Radio is not really fucking with a lot of people right now, except for our internet radio shows that give you guys love. But but as far as as far as build big radio, Sacramento, you have no no radio outlets anymore. Yeah, um, yeah, that's why I'm not, I'm not, I mean, anything, anything like that traditional, I, I look at it now, it's basically back to the grind. You got to go out there and get your fans like, like, like Omizi was saying, I got to, my plan is to hit the road and do it the hard way, you know, with good, hard street promotions, man, and make it happen, you know what I mean? Go out there, shake hands, kiss babies, campaign style, yep. you feel know I me? Mean? I would love to. I would love to see the street promoters back, you know, that was, that was my big thing. As soon as I got out of radio, I was just all street promotions. You know, and, yeah. and sniping, sniping, walking around at the shows with the with the fucking big the big poster in my hand. You know, with both sides <laughs> of snipes. You remember that? When you walk around, you get a whole street team together, and you guys walk around the venue with the with the snipes and the posters and the big signs. Yeah. Man, that Man, was. That's it, but if you think about it. That's but that's how the, that's how a lot of movements get started because you know without the, the people out there sniping man a lot of these organizations wouldn't be known like that so it take people out there man putting bumper stickers on on police cars and you know doing all you know video you know because they used to go at it man they'd be videotaping and having little wars at who doing what this is before yeah. Twitter and all that shit you know could be broadcasted now you probably get arrested but and they was you know they was going in shout out to all the snipers I tell you what you know what was my spot. My spot on Easy was uh remember when the nation moved up the street on on uh what's that Oak Park Boulevard and they got yeah. that they had like that empty that empty wall right there next uh, right up the street from where the nation had their had their mosque that was my wall I sniped that fucking wall every week I had something else they going got, up there they got that same old overpass over there by George School of Law in Oak Park that every morning. Over every every morning, if you're on the 99, you're gonna all you gotta do is look up, and you're gonna see whatever is up. There. I think it's another one that got the King of Curls truck that stay up there too. Nothing but free promotions all the time. You smell me? I can't wait till I get it all the way bumped off. I'm gonna I'm gonna go up there with with the biggest sign ever, and, and park that <laughs> and park that thing over there. So I'm telling you, it's gonna be every morning. It's the whole world gonna see. You can't help it on the 99, bro. I promise you. Right, right. And, and, and we'll put a billboard right there, right where you say, you know, when you first come in the sack, you smell me, and you see that billboard, it used to be right there. It used to say home in the Kings, I think, but I don't think, you know, now it's just a lot of old, you know, lottery and all that shit. Put a billboard up in that thing, man, you'll get the whole city on lock. Two two easy steps. Yep. Yeah, but, but the problem is somebody know about those steps are so easy, so you got to make sure you have that money. <laughs> that guap behind your back. Money, money talk. Money, hey, money, money yeah. talk. Bullshit, bullshit, just walk. You know, bullshit. But I was talking to one of these dudes that, and you know, you know, being in cable, I run into a whole lot of people, and I was talking to one of these guys who works for for one of these new, these new billboard. You know, the new billboards that are that are digital and they have the pictures and all that shit. Dude right, told yeah. me, dude told me the companies like Verizon and all those companies, they pay a million dollars. To keep their shit on those billboards, you know, oh, yeah. and I don't know, I don't know if it's a year or a month or whatever, but he he said it's like a million dollars. You have to have like a million dollars budget to put your shit on them billboards right there. Oh, all time. You know, so that's that's crazy. But anyway, let's get back into it. We we could we could tangent and go off 
go off track all day. I want to play this by your side, and then we're going to tangent and go off on some other shit uh, when we come back. It's Soul Kitchen Radio. This is Logic right here, 714-694-4150. we got a lot more shit coming up, so make sure you stick. Make sure you keep it locked right here.
What they know about this one, man? Raspy on the beat. OLH Entertainment. Doing the video Wednesday. Back at it again. again. So clearly I don't give a fuck. DGC the metaphor. But now you should be catching up. Yeah, I'm on my dual shit and both of us are happy now. Saying what we feel if you don't like it, have a happy cow. Yeah, I'm shooting for the moon. Raspy, this make perfect sense. Stay up on my money shit and beat them till they all submit. B.I.G. on me, you can please me like a stripper bitch. Take it till you make it double, take it till they have a fit. Man, you know I'm talking slick, but freely ride this fucking stick. No I came from nothing, now I'm something, now I'm taking trips Flying to the highest peak, tinted in that black sedan Headed to a foreign land, taking pictures, shaking hands uh, This the life I live, this the life I choose Came up on hard work, and stick it to the rules This ain't an easy game, you gotta pay your dues So when you get it, thank God it said I made it through This the life I live, this the life I choose Came up on hard work, and stick it to the rules My dreams. I'm from the deepest part of hell and I'm finally free. The shackles been off, look at me now, I got room to breathe. I got sights to see, purchases I can make. Call up my lady, tell her baby, let's go on a date. Came from baloney, now I need myself a proper steak. Most people love me, but some suckers still decide to hate. Fuck them, I'm doing great. The writing's on the wall. I came up pushing bean pies in the final call. If you can look through these eyes, they'll tell it all. Oh, yeah, you know, man, that's for everybody. I, 
<laughs> That's for everybody, man. Let y'all know it is possible, man. Follow your dreams, man. Eventually you'll get to that point, man. And, and, and regardless to what a motherfucker say, stay the course. You know what I'm saying? Like Bush would say. <laughs> Came up pushing bean uh, pies in the final call. Final call. Hey, you beat that, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I beat that shit, bro. Uh, hey, that's real, man. And, 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 and I pushed the final call newspaper. You know, anybody that's familiar with the Nation of Islam, I was on every corner, 24 to 4. You know what I'm talking about? The cast a note on me, pounded payment with a suit. That's back in the days when I was in my younger days, but I was out there for the struggle, for the cause. You know what I'm saying? That's when I met you, bro. That, that was when we kicked it. Off top, off top. You know what I'm saying? So, I, like I said, I'm familiar with, like, them, like the cats out there, you know what I'm saying, standing in the rain. I'm familiar with fighting for the, you know, for the struggle. But, man, at the end of the day, um, and I ain't saying it ain't going to make no difference, but I'm saying if, if you'll be better suited to get your ass out there and try to get a job and make it better, you feel me, from the inside. Yeah, yeah. so so what's up with the uh, with the Nation of Islam, man? Are they still, they got, what, what they got going on, man? Is, nah, it, is it all man. bad now? I, I'm going to be real, man. I, I always, I have conversations with Cam every time I'm in Phoenix. You know, I was just out there with Cam. You know, Cam, he, he had right. me, he'd be with Miss Sparkle. He'd be out there with Miss Sparkle all the time, you know what I mean? So, I, I you know, I, I don't know, you know, they, you know, you know when you you know you know when you when you're in the nation you're under you know you're under the law and you're and you're able to say certain things and not so you know if you're not privy you you really just ain't privy you know not that I'm not privy but I'm not privy I'm not privy to speak on it you feel me but I I can I can say with you know with with Ms. Farquhar's connection with Gaddafi because you know he did get I think he got like 14 million or something seven million back in the day so it's, it, the relationship has always been there. And he just, you know, put a squelch on anybody speaking just overall. You know what I'm saying? I Me, mean, I got to be able to speak my mind, bro. That's just where I'm, you know what I mean, where I'm at in life in general. I, you know, I'm a human I'm a human man, and I got to be able to say what I got to say. I don't believe in nothing that don't, let, that don't allow you to uh, speak your mind where you got you to gotta close up and, and, and bitch up for some fucking people because some dude been there longer than you. Fuck him. That's how I am. Yeah, I blow up. You know, I, my head would explode <laughs> if I could if I couldn't say my speech. My head would explode and shit. So Man. it's better that I just I'm able to say what I gotta say. Man, so shout out to uh, Alita Turner on the on the hook of that Logic song. <laughs> was it? Was it for real? Was it for real? <laughs> hey, no, that was Mimi dude. from the Bay Misses, man. But y'all oh, man. It <laughs> bro, I was about to have a heart attack. I was about to start rolling, bro. Shout out to Alita. Oh, Shout out to Alita, though. That's the, that's the home girl. Shout out to Alita, man. She's working hard for me every day. I told her the other day, I said, I can't wait till this radio station start making money and I can pay you for all this booking you're doing for me because she's, she's working it hard every day. We got Bun B coming up at the end of the month. Next week, we got uh, Diane Blacumsey, who's the, who's one of the, the baddest video promoters. In, in in the industry, and if it wasn't for her, man, I would have never. Uh, I don't think Baytown Video would have blew up the way it did. And then, man, and you then know what? Uh, I was just tripping. I was tripping a day ago. I was like, when I was just thinking about how many people we've already had on the show and already been interviewing. You know, from cats like Chub Rock to you know, what I'm saying to Fred Hammond. Come on, dog. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on. And and it's, and it's just getting started. It's just we barely even started to flex. Right, right. You know, it's it's getting known. Like like I was telling somebody the other day, I said I said this radio show this radio show is known in the industry. I mean, but it's not known to the public yet. The the public, we don't we don't, we haven't had our 
we haven't had our our something to just fucking blow us up yet, but it, it's gonna happen. I mean, we just keep pushing. And, and oh, Omid, I want to hear some Soul Kitchen Radio on uh, on some of these songs you've got going on. <laughs> oh, it's good. <laughs> it's all good. I love the intro, though, man. I be loving that intro when I be hearing. That's why I be tripping on that part. But I am though in the song, though, real talk. Yeah, that's yeah. real big. Though. That intro make it real big right there. Yeah, that's my man. Shout out to Crazy Ballhead. He's another Sacramento guy. Crazy Ballhead, underground rapper. He's been doing it forever. He he's kind of like a Tech Nine kind of dude. He got his own following, and um, and you know he travels all the time. So so shout out to Crazy Ballhead. He did my intro back in back in uh, the '90s when I was on KSFM. He did that intro for me. So uh, I, I hollered at him again for something for this, and I was like, man, me and Mo Meezy got it going on. So he he threw us both. Nah, in the we, I'm telling you, man. Eventually, what we're gonna do, and it's gonna be it's, it's, it's gonna be hard for me. Well, it's not gonna be hard for me because I'm just not gonna be able to cuss. But what it is is I haven't applied myself, and we just had to get us a real radio station, like as far as you know, what I'm exactly. saying, to get out, especially especially out here, because you know, it's it's one thing it's one thing to have the power of the airways and, and actually do something with it, but I don't feel like a lot of these people really do what they're supposed to be doing with it. You know, they playing with it. I don't know what it is, why, you know what I'm saying? But it's like I come from an era when you, if you was an on-air personality, you meant something in the community. You know what I'm saying? Like like bigger than just um, just being at some clubs. I'm talking about you really, you really, you know, when they when you see Chewy, you be like, oh, that's Chewy. You know what I'm saying? Like right, that's how personality, oh, that's, that's this person. Like if you go to L.A., you'd be like, oh, that's Big Boy. Or, oh, that's Fuzzy. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, that's, and they, or, or if you go, you know, in the South and you say, oh, that's Greg Street. Oh, that's, oh, you know what I mean? So it's like, yeah. uh, they need to, they need, because these people are, and they, these people, you know, they get out in the community, you know what I mean? They'll be out there right now live with the people, you know what I'm saying, in the rain, you know what I mean, broadcasting live. I don't know if that's what they're doing. If they are, shout out to them. But if they're not, then you're not really showing, you're not really showing right. the city what it's supposed to be, you know what I mean? Like, if you're not doing live remotes from all the barbershops we just named, like, you playing. Like, you're not in the community right. like you should be. That's I mean, back in the days, you know, you know what we used to do back in the day? Shout out to Peter Parker, man. Peter Parker's in the chat room again. Shout out to Peter Parker. But Please. but back in the days, what we used to do, when when I was on Kansas FM, I mean, shout out to Trejo. Trejo put me on. Um, Chuck Fields, Ricky, especially Ricky Lee. You know, we was in the community. You know how I got in the radio? I went to the club, and I, I asked Ricky Lee. I was like, man, I think I want to get in the radio. And he's like, come meet me at the station. I met him at the oh, station. That's, that's, when I, that's, what, that's when I met Alvin D. And and it was it was on from there. You know, it was cool. He was like, well, you're cool. Let's do it. And I became, right, cool. <laughs> yeah, you're cool, dude. Let's do it. <laughs> hey, shout out to Trejo, man. Trejo. Trejo had all the hottest spots, man. He had, he always had the, uh, every, every, yeah, I'm, I'm, spot, I'm at, yeah. the, the, all the, um, at, at Arco Arena when it was Arco, he had the old school, you know what I'm saying? The, you know, you know, that's why I was like, all the old schools was playing big venues back then, you know what I mean? Like it was, and Nicky's, remember Nicky's? He had Nicky's. Yeah, Nicky's. Yeah, the, the, the Caballo Blanco. You remember the Caballo Blanco on Franklin? Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wasn't old enough to get into Caballo Blanco, but it's smack. I know just what you're talking about. Yeah, <laughs> no, we had we had like, we had the mission. We had the mission. Everybody knows the mission. The mission, yeah. I mean, in the '90s, Sacramento was popping. I don't know how it is now, but because you know, you know how much of a small you know how much of a small world is because um, 
because we did we did Light of Shade of Brown at at Nikki's and Big Boy from uh from the from Power used to be their bodyguard. Did you know that? Wow. Yeah, wow. so he, so he was there. That, he was there that night, but he was in. A, he was there in a whole different capacity. He was there as big as the bodyguard, huh? He wasn't even in radio yet. Exactly. Now he's making two, three million a year doing radio. Right, right. You know, so <laughs> you know the one thing about 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 uh, terrestrial radio is is we can't do what we're doing right now. You know, we, you can't. You, you're kind of kind of have to be a yes man. You have to. Follow the FCC regulations. You have to do all this stuff. I mean, it's cool, and but you know, you got somebody else controlling your paycheck. Right now, we don't have a paycheck, so it doesn't right. matter. We do our own shit. But but if if we was like that, we would, you know, eventually. You know what? You know what? You know, like like with Greg, like with Greg Street. Greg Street. He's out there in Atlanta, and he and and, he, and I like and I like how he does it. Like if he goes to the schools. You know, in the in, in the you know, in the black community, you know, the minority community, whatnot. And if it's and if the students that's doing good, he'll take them all to the to the to the basketball games and whatnot. You know, to the Hawks football. Reach back, like, reach you, know, you know, what I'm saying like, I mean, that's what I mean by if you if you're on their personality and you're not in this in the community, bro. Like that's why your ratings are what they are because you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. You're right. not in the hoods. If you're not in in Del Paso Heights. In the hoods, on you know, on Grand and all that. If you're not, you know, if you're not in in, in Oak Park, you know, what I'm saying the 35th and, and you know McClatchy, and if you're not in the South area, you know, you know what I mean. So if you're not hitting these streets, then that's why you know you're not getting the, the you know respect that you feel like you need to be getting. Right. Yeah, I feel like I feel like out here in Sacramento, you know, at least uh, you know, out here in Sacramento, feel like they abandoned. You know what I'm saying? They abandoned our community. They don't even care no more. You know what I mean? They, they don't, don't care. They don't even talk to you at all. They don't even talk to you. know, there's nobody talking to us, on, you know, as far as radio goes. And so, and it's probably another reason why the clubs ain't banging like they used to be because, like you said, our community ain't being represented. You know what I mean? All right. I mean, they, they, they pick and choose who they want to represent. And and I can tell you, I, I don't think the Latins out there feel like that because they're, they're really, rep- KSFM represents the Latins. You know, and they go yeah, to like the Tamale yeah. Festival and all that stuff. But as far as as far as the hip hop community, it it it's been abandoned. Um, no as love. Soon as, as soon as uh as soon as the bomb turned into Hot 103, it was a wrap. You know, and even when it was even when it was still a bomb a little bit, it was still kind of a wrap because they 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 kind of they're in that uh they're in that transitioning phase. But I can they get boost to get hell back in the day, you know what I mean? Trying to play oh, some other oh, stuff. I'm talking, right. but 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 he had the free. He still he still had the freedom. If it would be without Big Kid Boost and the way he was Federation, 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 that started yeah. that basically, you know, he did, you know what I mean? That that started a whole bunch of stuff. Like you know, those oh, yeah. it was crazy times, but it was good times because you still if you got the radio, you know. You know, if you if you if you got radio and it's helping in the streets, then you got you know you got young promoters that can make money. You know what I mean? And, and, you know, you, you subsidy. You know, get, you know what I mean? So it's like you don't result. So everybody got uh, everybody got a weed clink now because they can't do music like they used to be able to do it or whatever, whatever, whatever. In general, I'm just saying there's a there's a culture that that's being neglected in Sacramento, and that got a lot to do with with the corporate structure of radio not allowing. 
or or maybe they you know the, the DJs don't give a damn, or you know, or maybe they uh, like from here and they they from somewhere else. You know what it was? Know you know what it was all the time? It was. I'll tell you why hip hop got abandoned from radio because hip hop has a bad rap with the community. Um, um, hip hop has a bad rap in the media, and and this is exactly what happens. Safeway would rather have a top forty. Uh, uh, Katy Perry, Katy Perry listening teen coming to Safeway than than a hip hop um, E40 listening or 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 Mr. Fab listening hip hop dude come in there. So so what happens is the the commercial playing the 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 sponsorship starts to go down because they start noticing they they start saying well we don't want that type of people so we're not gonna we're not going to sell our commercial to that radio station. That's why Hot 103 is Hot 103 now because everybody loves that fucking Top 40 shit that brings in good good business. They don't want the, to get that hip-hop business into their store. But well, get a I, I can say I can say now I can say now in the recession, uh, don't nobody have no problem getting nigga pennies now. They won't. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, real talk. They won't. You know, my my partner, he he stay working at these, at these clubs that they got these new clubs, and they've been packed, and and they've been they've been of mixed clientele as of late, where they wasn't at first. You know what I mean? So I just say, if they start reaching, for, if they start reaching for these nigga pennies, then they need to they need to cater to, you know, other other yeah. other people that just just one particular race, because that ain't handling. That ain't cool. Yeah, you know what exactly. I mean? And when he state when the state workers was running around with their chest poked out because they can go to all the Kings games and all that shit. Now they just, they want us. I say us and I mean it. You know what I mean? Now they want us and now they you know what I mean? Now they out there standing in the rain and shit because they state job ain't handling no more. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So now they now we all feel the same. Now let's spread the wealth a little bit if it if it start cracking. You know what I'm saying? Exactly, exactly. So Kitchen Radio, an unknown caller came in. Who is this? Oh, God. <laughs> I love it. Hey, I love when she do that because you just know it's her. Oh, she be like, the 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 pain pain <laughs> she's on the other side of the on speaker. Or you can just call me a PA. Pain in the ass. Sweet Gail, sweet Gail. Yeah, you you had a you had a phone number earlier, and now you came in with an unknown number. What's going on? It's not my equipment. It's yours over there. Oh, okay. I'm calling from the same phone number I called from before. Then my equipment isn't working, work. huh? You know, you guys should get me in some work. of these hip-hop videos, you know? What the hell? <laughs> what the hell yeah, I can be? Uh, logic, logic says it's all good. And the next one, the <laughs> hey, 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 hey. <laughs> 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 got the Going in this one right here, Gail, right here. Hey, I like to sing, but I can't sing. <laughs> but that doesn't stop other people. Uh-oh. We're going to put you on this one, Gail. Put you in that one. Let me call Money B back. Hey. See, get him back on the phone. Hey, you see, hey, hey, you see they're supposed to have that uh, Tupac sex tape with Money B and Fox. <laughs> oh, Money B is oh, supposed no. to be in that one too? 
Money B is supposed to be in that one, bro. That's why when you play that song, I was like, man, he must be finna talk about that. They trying to they trying to sell that to the highest bidder. Like it's a tape where Money B is next to Pac while he getting service, while he drinking, he, he smoking a blunt or some shit he doing, and it's all over TMZ. They trying they trying to sell it. I didn't even That's know uh, Money B was part of that one. Yeah, he was he was there. They actually had him on TMZ. They was interviewing him. He was walking down the street. And he was like, if it's about some money, you know, they gonna cash out. <laughs> you know, he done already, <laughs> he already he, no, he, he done already had the the Sex Olympics and all that shit. He put out DVDs on the shit, so he ain't right, tripping. Right. You know, I mean, it, they, it, got it, they, look, had a, 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 they supposedly had a soundtrack, a Tupac soundtrack too, that they're trying to sell. Well, and check it out. You go back into the archives of Soul Kitchen Radio because we've had a great conversation with Money B for the whole two hours. Um, like last year sometime, and and that was a good one. So man, you name them, and they they've came on this show. It's it's it's, it's getting bigger. It's getting bigger, man. man. I miss Digital Underground, man. They were one of the when they came out, man. Their music was crazy. I mean, I still right. love Digital Underground. Man, back into man. the nineties, we we turn it back into the nineties. That's that's where we need to go. We we have to like Frank like Chuck Rock said, man. We got to bring that stuff back. Got to bring it back, and and his new shit. Is bringing you back into the, to the nineties, wasn't it? Amazing, that shit was dope. Man, nah, that's real. That's real. Yeah, I like that old stuff. you know what it is? Because obviously, a lot of a lot of a lot of the new stuff don't don't um, like it. Don't have emotions in it. Like you know, you know when there was emotions in your in your music. Like when when you heard a certain song come on, you you felt emotional about the song. You know what I'm saying? So right. Like, that's, yeah, that's, because you know, you know that the person that 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 uh, that did the song that he actually went through some shit, and that's why he made that song, or that's why he out here doing what he's doing. You know what I mean? And you know that he's not just doing it to benefit him and his pockets, so he can go get a a Bugatti and, and throw it in your face. You know what I'm talking about? That he might actually reach back, reach back and pick up some people. You know what I mean? And bring them along the way. That's that's where it's at right now. And if the people ain't on that page, then they in the way of success and prosperousness. Yeah, man. Yeah. Man, you know like, I just post, uh, I just posted on my uh on my Facebook page the other day, um Whistle the Group, right? I found a I found an old school tape and I've been bumping that shit and and this this is like what we're talking about right here. Check this out. Let me play this real quick. Remember this shit? Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Old school. This is this is what we're missing in in music nowadays. Let me get this for you. There you go. You know what I was just thinking as I was listening to that that to that uh to that tape, I got the cassette, I was listening to it in my car. We don't have no groups like that no more. There's no there's no R and B groups out for for like like the old school I mean that's and this this is a bunch of dudes on the phone, but fuck it. I'm gonna I'm gonna do like I do. This, you know, that old love shit was cool back then. I mean that shit put you in the mood and it made you fucking it, it made I think it made you Bond better with women, and now uh, we don't have yeah, that kind of shit. And that's perfect. That's perfect because I because almost I got like I told you I got a song called like nineties. Uh, and if y'all try to take it, it is what it is. I just patented it just now live on the show, but 
But I remember, but listen, I remember back in the days when I was bouncing, and or even when I was just when we'd be out of the club, you know, the club be called Chocolate City or some shit, and you'd be on the floor with a chick, and if you if you got past three songs with a female dog, it was the shit because you was grinding and you was damn near having sex with each other. You know what I'm talking about? And then I don't know. How many times listen, we then, came out the club and, smelling and, and fingers? The music, listen, and then when you when you when the song go off, you like all right then, and you go your separate ways, but you just yep. you know what I'm saying, and you moved on to another chick, you try to find a bad one and do the same shit. Like that's what you do at clubs. So we did at clubs like shit. You know, you'd be down there fucking on the floor, and then exactly. you're sweating and carrying on, and all of a sudden you know music stop or something, or go to another song, or you you know y'all just y'all just did five songs, so you can't do no more than that. Damn. Like, you know what I mean? And you just, hey, okay, and you go get you a drink and go kick it with your homies, you know what I mean? And, yeah. You know I, I, always mean? Like, waited till, yeah. I always waited till they said, I'm thirsty. Then I go, okay, I'll see you later. Go get some <laughs> <of the> drink. <laughs> <laughs> after, she, after, after she successfully sweated her weave to the fullest. Yeah, you know, that's why I had my fingers all up in her shit, all that stuff. It was crap. <laughs> Hey, hey, and you know what you think about, and you know what you really think about is how many one night stands you had when you danced with a chick all night, and you know she ain't took an ass shower before you got in the bed with her ass. You stinking, both of y'all stinking. Wonder why in the morning y'all itching and scratching this shit. <laughs> hey. But that's the but that's but that's the fun of the club, like you know, drinking four five, you know, uh, four five Long Islands, you know what I'm saying? Like you know, you take the good with the bad and be fights and shit. It, it is what it is. These new technology dudes, like if you see on World Star, they could be taking it too deep. Like we took it deep, but now they be taking it deep and because they know it's a camera rolling, so they really right, yeah, out. they know everybody they got really a camera phone. Yeah, they go out their way to show out just in case it's on World Star. Damn, I can't back down on World Star. That's what made me look like a sucker. Exactly. <laughs> There's new rules out there. So I don't know. We got we got to create some new rules for people to, to abide by. You know what I mean? I don't know. You know what I'm saying? But it's like automatic. You know, you, you, if you get in the fight, that shit gonna be on World Star. Anything wrong happen? If somebody got a camera phone, it's over for you. That's why you gotta stay on your toes at all times, man. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Kathy's trying to put I was gonna say trying to put stuff together, you know, having people with the camera ready so they could get something started and put it on World Star or something, you feel me? Or put it on YouTube, all them chain snatching and all that, you know what I'm saying? I mean, come yeah. on, you know what I'm saying? It's, I mean <laughs> I swear, hey, I'll tell you what the other day I, I I pulled up, I got off the freeway and this bum was beating the shit out of another bum. Right in the middle of the street, he was slamming his head on the ground. Flo, you know how quick I picked up my phone and started recording that shit. Exactly. <laughs> I got the end of that shit, and then and then and then I put it on YouTube, and it didn't even get that many hits. But I put bum fights just in case. <laughs> <laughs> it's an anomaly. If you get if you, if you end up getting like a million hits, you'd be like, damn, that's like some normal shit. How does that? You know, like they, I see somebody pouring in somebody's face, like, and that shit is on the, on the front page. I'm like, damn, who submitted that and who looked at that and said, I'm gonna put that shit up on World Star? I, I just poured it in somebody's face. Like some of the well, shit that you put up. Sometimes YouTube got a picture of her singing while she's taking the shit. She like, I'm taking the shit. I'm taking the shit. I'm taking the shit. I'm taking the shit. And she on the toilet and then she flushed, and that shit got over a million hits on uh, YouTube. That's crazy. Okay. 
And she can go, and you know what? She got a million, she got a million hits. So now she can go to a promoter and and, and be on the flyer. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but she got to be sitting on the toilet because she has a big buzzy. Right, and cash her out five stacks. You know what I'm saying? Just to walk in the club and pick on the mic and Ford or something. Some more weird shit. That's how they're doing it nowadays. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, like you said, man, these rules is all messed up, though, man. There's a lot of stuff that's flying by now. I don't even understand how cats is even getting away with it. You know what I mean? You know what yeah. I'm saying? I don't know. I'm wondering. I mean, I, I thought, I've been thinking about that, though. Do we dictate what the culture is, or are we or are we subjects of the culture? You know what I mean? Because cats be doing all kind of weird stuff now. You know, it's I'm like, like uh, it's the media. The media does a lot of it, you know, and then I don't know. Like, like I, I was thinking, no, maybe, because this is what I want to get into, the word nigga. You know, people get so upset when they hear other people say it. But you know what? The the Filipinos, the Arabs, the Asians, the Mexicans, everybody uses that. Even the white boys, everybody uses that shit now. Now, at yeah. what point do you just say, fuck it, I'm not even going to fight this fight no more. Just let that shit happen because it's, you're not going to stop it. Let me, speak, let me say something. Let me yeah. say this. White people can never say it. I mean, it is what it is. I don't give a fuck where you was born, none of that shit. I don't give a fuck if you was born around a whole bunch of colored folk. I don't give a fuck. It's just a stigma. You can't say it. Now, black people uh, can say it all they want to because, uh, you know, we say it like, we know how we say it, it was in an enduring, but I can't allow nobody to have power over me with that word no more. Like, you just just know the consequences. You're not gonna. I'm not gonna start crying. I'm not gonna. You know. I'm not gonna. My head's not gonna go down like back in the days. You would say you fucking nigger, and then you, so you might go pout off in the corner if you. You know what I mean? Like if you're in the south or something, and like three or four white boys would be laughing at a young black dude, and then call him a nigger, and then throw a rock at him and have him walk off. But now if he man up, turn around and start bombing on him in the face, then they won't say it no more. You know what I'm saying? So it's like. You know, you know, you know. So it's like I'm not gonna give you the power to act like you're gonna hurt me. It, like it ain't gonna hurt my feelings, but just know you're gonna have to suffer the repercussions of somebody slapping you in your mouth for saying it. You know, so you. If you nigga, I got shit. I got shit. I do. If you feel, if you hold on, if you feel like, oh man, I've been through the most. I've been, you know, I've been through all this, that with 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 my partner, and he's he's black, and I feel like I can say, no, you can't. He just ain't said nothing. He ain't man enough to say, or he don't. He just don't know the struggle. He don't know the struggle. So obviously, he if he don't know, then he can he'll, he he can allow you to do that, or maybe he's scared of you. Or so I don't know. But I'm gonna tell you, if you get around somebody that that don't condone that, they gonna slap you in the face. It is what it is. They gonna slap you in the right mouth. Put your put your ass on World Star. Of, of somebody's <laughs> and then you're gonna be embarrassed because you said you don't want to. Hold on, Omizi, right? this is what's gonna happen. This one's gonna happen, right? <laughs> 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 hey, off top, bro. You know, I, I mean, I you get that on iTunes. I'll beat a nigga's ass. I got shit to do on iTunes anybody, right now. Okay, put it like this. Put it like this. Put it like this. Give me a movie theater, movie theater full of black people. And give me five people that like to say the word nigga, and then put on and let everybody in the theater watch Rosewood, and then have the lights come on, and you say nigga, 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 and see what happens. No, no, that this is the setup. Mm-hmm. You 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 have the same theater, right? But you bring five five white dudes that hang out together, and and put them in the front, and and one of the white dudes go, 
Oh, nigga, go get me some popcorn, nigga. Oh, give me some of that, nigga. <laughs> my, nigga go, my nigga, go give me some popcorn, my nigga. You know what? I'll say this. If you're used to doing it to the point, like, like, you know, that's like, if you're if that's you how it is. I've seen, I've seen, if you're I've a been gangbanger. And dudes drive by and they go, they go, where you headed? Nah, nigga, I'm headed to the house. I'll be right back, nigga. Hold on, nigga. You know, and I'm looking at these white boys like, whoa, what the fuck? You know, it's nine crazy. Times out of ten, nine times out of ten, they just haven't been checked. Somebody just ain't checked them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If I'm on a basketball, if I'm on a basketball court and and and, 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 and a Filipino or somebody say nigga, I'm gonna be like dog. Don't call me no nigga, but like everything. Like, I'm gonna check him and let him know it ain't cool. You ain't got that pass. Not right now. When you get with your right. homies, you might got that pass. But I'm not giving you the pass while we playing this game to 15 right now. Yeah. Don't do it yeah. no more. I mean, and I and I tell you from my perspective, I'll tell you from my perspective. You know, I'm Latin. I'm a Mexican. I'm in I'm in black fraternities. I'm in a in the black Masons. But you know what? I don't. I say motherfucker before I say nigger. You know, and if and if I think it's coming, even 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 with you, Omizi, or 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 my frat brothers or whatever, I I say motherfucker first because I I feel I'm I'm the same way. I mean, I'm old school. I believe. You know, you shouldn't be talking like that all the time. You know, we don't allow our kids to do it, and and I don't I don't condone it from nobody. But man, I've I don't seen, think I've seen, uh, I've seen uh, DJ uh, Khaled. He was he was on Siri. He was on Sirius. He was on uh, Green Lantern or something like that, trying to condone. Man, I'm a sin, nigga. Man, I'm, man, I'm, man, nah, man, just don't say it. Just you know, it's it's if as soon as somebody get offended by it, then you should be like, oh, okay, my bad. Don't explain why you feel like you should be able to say the word. Because you don't. You ain't been through the struggle. You ain't been through the shit that we've been through. You ain't been burned alive. You ain't been hung on no tree and shit. You ain't been <laughs> Wait a minute. Let's, 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 let's put those white boys let's put those white boys in the same movie theater in Louisiana and let them do that shit. <laughs> uh, it, it, it ain't going to happen. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, uh, you watch Mississippi burning and shit. Like, you're not going to... Don't, you're not getting that pass, bro. Don't act like you know. You know, uh, if people think it's cool, let me just say it ain't cool. It ain't cool, and somebody gonna check you on it, and it's not gonna be hard to find backup if it's some old colored folk around. So it's gonna turn <laughs> from one person mobbing your ass to a whole bunch of people just saying, "Yeah, bitch," and kicking you in your face. So yeah. and, you know, it's just that's just the reality. But I don't know why it seems like it's so cool. But, like you don't see people like you know like. As far as Mexican, like Mexicans, Mexicans, you don't see people gonna be like, "What's up, Spick? Oh man, what's up, Spick? Oh man, right, right. oh man, my Spick, my Spick. Did you go get that new game, my Spick? Oh, <laughs> you know, yeah. Like, you feel me? Nah, I ain't nothing like that. Nothing yeah, at man, all. Like, yeah, just I mean, don't. I'm, I'm not giving you that power. I'm not giving them the power. Oh, they sing, we shall overcome one day, and we'll be able to use the word nigga and live in harmony. No, you don't never got that. Sorry, get over it. Right, exactly. Man, I I, I want to be like, oh, Maisie, help me. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm just saying. It's like John Mayer, remember John Mayer? John Mayer thought he had some kind of uh, black card, like, you know, like he was in the hood, like he was, you know, and that shit got revoked, you know, because he's just, just going some real shit because he was talking about it. He had a he had a he had a black card or something. You know what I mean? Like 
not the black car where you can just buy shit. I'm talking about like yeah, black car like yeah. good in the like, good. Like the, like, yeah, we know, we know. Yeah, yeah, like you know, we we accept motherfuckers, like you know what I'm saying. But we ain't gonna, you know, we accept Bill Clinton, but let him use the N word. It's over for his ass too. There's certain motherfuckers that don't accept nobody, and that's that's the way it is. They just and you know, especially if they don't know you, they look at you like like I go in people's houses, but. They have no idea. They look at me. They they think I just speak straight Spanish, and they look at me like this fucking Mexican dude about to fuck up our cable. And, and <laughs> as soon as I start talking to him, they go, "Oh yeah, well you know he's cool. He's cool, but you know you can't cross the, you can't. I'm not gonna go in their house. Oh no, nah, nigga, you got something to drink? <laughs> man, oh, man. man, you know, to the, to the, to the, it's like it's like it's like with black folk, man. And you've been saying shit for that for, for for years. It's like I know somebody that can't stop saying blood. He he he, he is super blood, like super. He got a red cape, and and, and he can't shake it. He just you know. So he be so he start saying B. He just be like, "What's up, B?" Like, "Oh man, chilling, B." Like just so he could just so he could start shaking it, you know. So he don't always say it all the time, you know what I mean? So it's like people that say the N word that's just saying it like it's second nature. Like you can't just say. You know, like some handkerchief head, somebody like Jesse Jackson be like, we need to get that word up now. I ain't no, but can't, you can't just stop saying a word. Like, it's like stop saying go. Oh, uh, can't you say go no more? No, you can't say go no more. It's disrespectful. Oh, uh, so where I'm going to go? I mean, I, mean, I can't say it. I'm just like, nigga, nigga, nigga. That's what we say. My nigga, I'm saying it, my nigga. Like, exactly. you, can't, you can't stop it. But there's people that can never say it. White people can never say the word nigga or nigger. That's our power. Straight up. Exactly. Exactly. Now, now, I mean, I mean, what about something like, like I, I, I was hoping Gary was gonna call because then we get into this conversation with Gary Archer because Gary Archer he'll tell you that he don't use that shit. I guarantee you. You know, or I got, or, I, got I got, I got, I got home. Like my partner, I got a partner, uh named Reezy, dude. He grew up in Indiana. He grew up around all black people, bro. He's a he used to wake up and go go to the like he he an OG like he like like forty something like late forties early fifties like you know what I'm saying but he but you know but he used to he grew up around all black people he used to play the jukebox play all James Brown and shit I, you know he, you know he don't he it would never even attempt to come out of his mouth and this, he's an OG triple OG like you can't just like so I'm gonna just let some young buck just because he feel like he he can do it he can nah you ain't got that you ain't got that at all no 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 Period. No, no, no. Period. Especially not, especially not about no money, because you know, you know, you sell your soul for some for a jelly roll. Not about no <laughs> money. It can't be about no fatty. Exactly. Exactly, man. It's crazy logic, man. So, so one more time, illogic one hundred, logic with a K at Twitter at illogic one hundred, and then what's your what's your Facebook page, logic? Oh. Uh, Illogic 100, it's the same as uh, same as the Twitter, you know what I'm saying, Facebook.com slash Illogic 100, you know what I'm saying, the YouTube is Logic 100%, L-O-G-I-K 100%, P-E-R-C-E-N-T, and uh, the website is www.illogic.com, you know what I mean, three L's and a K, you feel me? Cool, so great. Oh, I'll, I'll see you in the traffic on one. Yeah, oh, yeah, for sure that, for sure. Man, and uh, Omizi, what's your plans for this week? Cause I'm gonna be up uh, there on uh, uh, I'll be up there Saturday. Yeah, I was just about to say, uh, 
I was just hollering at Kevy Kev to the top. Well, I'm gonna be out in Ogden, in Ogden, Utah, Saturday. Um, we got a show out there in Utah, uh, so I'm gonna be kicking with all, you know, a lot of my folks that I, you know, I went to school when I was out there. And uh, on Friday, me and Forty performing at the Key Club in L.A. That's in Sunset. So if anybody is out there, hit me up. You know, what I'm saying I get you in and all that shit. We'll live one time. Yeah, but my son didn't want to like, come on. my video, and I'm shooting a video for the song you just you played. Made it through. I'm shooting a video Wednesday with Jason. So it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a crazy a crazy a crazy week. And I'm hella mad because I got my car washed Saturday and it's fucking raining. So damn weather is bipolar for real. Hey, so you got you got uh, hella plaques and shit at your house, Omizi? Yeah, I ain't gonna lie, man. I got like six or seven. Cool, cool. I mean, how's how's but, the new but, record coming? But, but but you know, I had a couple. I got writers. I got writers on a couple of songs, and and uh, you know, what I'm saying, and a couple of them I was as collectors, you know, for the energy. But you know, I I have put in uh, put in a little bit of work, and now I'm about to put in a lot of work. Huh. Right, right. Man, that's that's good. I'm still waiting on my plaque. Give me my plaque, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I should have got my plaque from All About My Fetty, but they didn't hand it out to uh, to all the street teamers. They just and really, if you, if you knew if you knew that, then you could have paid the RIAA like like three hundred and just got you one. But a lot of people right. waiting, a lot of people be waiting for the label to get them for you. When you just be like, nah, I'm just gonna get it myself. Yeah, I think. Yeah, because I remember walking into uh, into Kyrie's studio, going, "What the fuck." You guys got a plaque for this motherfucker, and I didn't get one. <laughs> <laughs> I worked my eye out. I was like this. You were in charge of the fight. You were aggressive. I felt like Floyd, Floyd Mayweather when I heard that shit. When I seen that. Yeah. Man. <laughs> Floyd, Man, you can do it now. <laughs> Boy, gave him a two-piece. That was cool. <laughs> oh, man. Yo, yo, you just brought that back. I forgot all about that. Oh, man, hold on. Let me let me play the whole 15 seconds of that shit. That, I love that. Hold on. Hold on. Let me play the whole 15 seconds of this. Let me find it real quick. Damn, I lost it. Oh, here it is. Hold on. 35 seconds. Here we go. You were in charge of the fight. You were aggressive and... Trying and taking advantage of what you're doing. You know what I'm going to do? Because you don't ever give me a fair shake. You know that? So I'm going to let you talk to Victor Ortiz, all right? I'm through. They put somebody else up and give me an interview. What talk are you to talking Ortiz. about? What you you, you talking? heard him. You never give me a fair shake. HBO needs to fire you. You don't know shit about boxing. You ain't shit. You're, you got shit. I wish I was 50 years younger you and I'd check your ass. You won't do shit. You won't do you ain't gonna do shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh, and hey, look, and Michael Vick ain't never changed. He's still saying this today. My feelings? Do I really have to explain it? Do I really have to explain how I'm feeling right now? It's in the one and three. You Four. Want to explain that to everybody. Okay. It's frustrating. So, I don't know why I, mean, I can't put that in words. 
Hey, hey, and you know, and you know what? That's all because of Vince Young's ass. Is and he ain't even did nothing, but he was the one came with that dream team shit, and he ain't played not man game, and that's why they got all that scrutiny on him right now. Yeah. yeah. What's up? This is Sean Jackson, Philadelphia Eagles, and you listen to Soul Kitchen Radio. Soul Kitchen Radio. Soul Kitchen Radio. Shout out to hey, Sean did. Jackson. He did play yesterday. Yeah, he did. No, he, yeah, no, he did this thing. He scored a touch. He got. I don't know if he got a score a touchdown, but I think he did. He but did. He, he scored a touchdown. He got a touchdown. Well, yeah, shit. I mean, you know, I, I, the defense, man, is like, I don't know. He threw them four, four interceptions, though. That ain't, that ain't hell. Yeah, what the fuck? I was playing him, too. I'm hella mad. I mean. Yeah, he was bullshitting. <laughs> <laughs> I was hella mad watching that motherfucking game. I was like, fuck, another and, fucking and, interception. And the more you see, and, and, and the, more you see the, um, the other youngster, yesterday because these motherfuckers are tall now. They're hella big. It's like you and you and forty in them. That's like it's like they could walk with you guys and like and, six five. And, like six four or six five. They six six, man. bud. They six six. Man. That's what I'm saying. Some new yesterday he was seven two. Looked like a big bowling pin. He was at uh six flags. We went to Fright Fest last night. This motherfucker was seven two. He looked like a bowling pin, hella, hella skinny up top, and then his body just went like like Fat Albert on the bottom. It was crazy. Wow. <laughs> 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 and he's making fucking seven dollars an hour at at Six Flags. Shout out to him though, I man. He get this money. I feel bad for the I feel bad for the coach too, man. Owner five, man. It's bad. Yeah, Suck for luck. That's the new that's a new thing. Suck for luck. Everybody's trying to suck for Andrew Luck, thinking that he's going to save the day. Man, bad. I feel bad for Charles a whole Tucker. bunch of teams. I feel bad for the Dolphins. Like, I feel bad for a whole bunch of teams. <laughs> man. But I think I was talking about the Raiders when I first came on. The Raiders looking good, though. Yeah, man. You know, we, we got this We got this in, this uh, this rivalry between me and Omizi. It's, you know, he's, he's a Niner fan. I'm a Raider fan, so yeah, yeah. this is how it is. Snyder yeah. looking good too. Yeah, yeah. already. They both look good. I mean, I and I and I'm not even hating on the Niners. Mostly, I would, but you know, you can't hate on good football. Not at all. Yeah, I've yeah. never hated on Joe Montana. I've never hated on uh on motherfucking Don Elway. You know, you can't hate yeah. on good football. I just can't do it. Yeah, yeah, that's real talk. Cause Steve, they Jobs, do Steve, Jobs, Steve Jobs was to San Francisco. Steve Jobs was to the Bay in San Francisco what, you know what I'm saying, Al was to, to Oakland, you know what I mean, and the, and, and the, the Raiders. You know, real talk, though. So we both were playing for something real big. <laughs> Steve Jobs had a stake in, in the 49ers? He probably did. <laughs> Come on, man. I'm not going to let you get away with that one. <laughs> you don't get that one. You don't get that one on me. <laughs> 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 I got one. Say that, but 
Uh, you don't get that with no PZ. No. Why we can't get the billionaire though? Why we can't get the motherfucker did. He just had he just had passes. He could have passes the whole all the games. Yeah, skybox man. You don't get the you don't get to choose him. He's not yours. What about the what about the Apple Skybox man? Apple Skybox probably about. The Apple Skybox in fucking every every coliseum, all around the country. Fucking in Europe, when, when they go play in Europe, there's Apple Skybox there. First of all, oh. Apple don't got no Skybox in the Raiders game, but they scared I bet they do. If they want to build one, they can, shit. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get Steve Dobbs for the fucking 49ers, no. He was yeah, in, he was in uh, Palo Alto. He was I'm fucking a, out there I'm in, in Palo Alto anyway. If I, if I find out he was a, he was a 49er fan, then it's over. I, I win. You know he was a 49er fan. He's a fucking white dude. Right, then. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying, <laughs> He's a fucking rich white dude. You know he's a 49er That's fan. You can't saying. come with that. That's he was no That's owner. That's why we got that. That's no. why we got that, bro. What do you mean that we got that? He, a Raider fan was under his... Un, he, we were too broke to be for him to be a Raider fan. We were too fucking silver and black and, and non-yes-men type people. He liked yes-men oh, fucking... Please. Fucking wine eating, Starbucks drinking motherfuckers. That's why you go to San Francisco and get some. <laughs> hey, some of our best players play. Some so of our best players play for the Raiders. Some of our best players play for the Raiders. Did you hear me? Some What'd of our best players, some of our best players play for the Raiders. Oh, did I tell you? I got the Jerry Rice Oakland Raiders Hall of Fame jersey and a signed. Thank you. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, and you know, I mean, yeah, we 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 agree on that. <laughs> God, fucking dude, he, he was a 49er fan, of course. Without saying, all fucking rich white boys are 49er fans, so that's without saying. Oh man, he, he, I don't know. I don't know about that one. I can't go. I can't go along with that one. I'm, I'm putting out there. It's a whole bunch of hundred points. Point. Point. And you're not it's a 49er fan. You hate point. the 49 call the show. I people from Army Street and Hunters Point that, that wouldn't agree with you. Rich white people? Uh, I'm just saying. It's a whole bunch of Frisco cats from Hunters Point. Oh, all I'm that, that, Frisco that cats from Hunters Point. I'm just saying. I'm not. I'm not. Well, a, I'm, well, saying you're saying the only people that's fans. You, you're saying the only people that's fans of the 49ers is rich white people. I'm just saying. Oh, catch oh, one. Oh, oh I didn't say that. You know, I didn't say that. I said though that would not agree with you. No, I didn't say that. Would I you said. Like to take it back? Would you like to take it back? I did not say that. I said all rich white people <laughs> are 49ers say. fans. I didn't say only rich white people. I said all rich. <laughs> Shout out my brother TC out there over Revere Third, you know I mean. I mean, I mean them, them fools ain't they don't play. I was just saying, man, fix what you said, bro. I just said I, I didn't say only, I said all. So Oh no, man. It's good, man. Yeah, we got yeah. tape, run the tape, V. <laughs> Go to That's iTunes and figure that one out. Yeah, yeah, off top. <laughs> All good, man. So next week, next week we got Diane. She's coming on the show. Um, the week after that, we got Ricky Rush. He's Genuine's backup singer. This dude got the dopest Christmas stepping song. We're going to hear that one. Um, and then also we got Kid Russell coming in. He's from Chicago. Um, you know, that's, we got some good shows coming up, man. So don't forget, it's every Sunday, 
9 a.m. to kick off. We do fantasy football with Brian. Brian's also doing his other shit. So if you're following us on Blog Talk Radio or on on, on uh, Twitter, you'll find out about Brian's show. He comes in. He rants about his his damn Miami Dolphins and Boston Red Sox and and whatever in his fucking drinking problem. So talk to talk about listen to that fucker. It's all good. Other than that, logic. Logic, logic can you on your thing, one. Yeah, sure. me. appreciate it. Yeah, Omezi, well, uh, man, I wish I was going to see you on Saturday, but I guess not. I'm going to have to, we'll hook up. My son still wants to come on the stage and, and rock it with you. No, we'll hook it up. No, you should. Yeah, whenever you guys come out here on, on one of my days off or or 40, 40 needs some cable done, tell him to call me. I'll go fix his cable. <laughs> you might, too. You got all the boxes and shit. I'm going to use that. <laughs> that was a Hollywood invite, by the way. I don't go, go fucking do cable. that lives in LA and they be like, bro, I got a I got a house, you come down stay with me anytime. Motherfucker, I'ma call you and I'm I'm gonna find you. <laughs> and be like, hey, hey, I'm hey, hey, I'm out here, I'm out here, what's happening? Oh I'd have been on some dry runs at the House of Blues before, but hey, I already know. <laughs> I'm going to call you on that. If you say, man, is there anything I could do for you? Motherfucker, give me $100. Oh. Oh. Is there anything I could do for you? Yeah, yeah. So, hey, remember you told me, is there anything I could do for you, my dude? Yeah. <laughs> if I need to call you, shit. Call you, motherfucker, shit. They will call you on it. That's why I say what you mean, what you say. Because if I tell you you can come to my house and and you need a place to stay, fuck, I'm gonna have to let you in because I said that shit. So I'm not gonna say it. Right. Like no, no, can't even do it, bro. No. Mean what you say, say what you mean. That's why I live by. So it's all good. So kids, radio, we're out next week. We'll be back and holla at us. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.